I am Yurima Karama. See a black man get in control of some shit, you know what I'm saying? And then he can kind of do his own thing. Like, white boys wouldn't do that shit. They wouldn't just keep rewinding that part. Like, they wouldn't just. I love you, black woman. See, they wouldn't do that. Only Yurima Karama would do that kind of shit. Just keep playing that shit back to back, and people be like, "Wait a minute, wait, is there is is he still there? Is 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 there a skip? Is something going on? Like, what the hell is going on? Why why does he keep playing that shit over and over? Because you know why I keep playing it over and over? Because we need black women need to hear that shit. Like, they need to hear that we love you. Like, they need to hear every day. We both need to hear it, but black women need to hear that shit because they are the most targeted group on the planet. They targeting the black woman's breast to her womb. They targeting her whole menstrual cycle. They, they. I love you, black woman. So, uh, yeah, they, they need to, they need to hear that. And black men, definitely, we need to hear that shit as well. Uh, and we're going to have a discussion tonight. Uh, but before we get to that discussion, peace, prosperity, salutations. You're now rocking with the brand. This is the mastermind alliance. I am Yurima Karama, and I hope that everybody is having a splendid evening. So this is how we're doing it tonight. Uh, we're on. We're on Clubhouse. We're on the house as usual. We're actually on IG and we're actually on Facebook all at the same damn time. And I have to get over here on Facebook because, uh, they, they, you know, they block me so often. So, they, you know, you only get a certain amount of time per month that you're actually going to get a chance to see me. And then, boom, I'm going to be blocked again. So it just is what it is. I've just come that they, they just come to terms with that reality. And uh, but. Uh, you know what I'm saying? My motto is F them because at the end of the day, Yurima Karama gives no fucks. Why? Because I love you, black woman. <laughs> yeah, baby girl, we are one. Yeah, love you, black woman. So uh, uh, 
Yeah, we we definitely love we definitely love the black woman. So, um, but yeah, we're on Facebook, IG, and Clubhouse. If this is your first time rocking with me, make sure you go to the webpage www.yurimokarama.com. Go there so that you can download my app. Also, make sure that you are checking out our Unity Walk organization at www.theunitywalk.com. Uh, next month is our National Unity Walk event. We're going to be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, be July 22nd through the 25th. So if you can make it out for that, you will want to go to that um as a matter of fact, I think it might be over. You can check. You can go to the webpage, www.yurimakarama.com. Go or no, you, you go to the webpage, www.theunitywalk.com. Go to the events and donations page. If you were planning to come out for that event, hit the link in, in the uh, events and donations page for the hotel discounted rate. If that that might still be up, but I'm not sure. You might have missed out on it, but you can still check. Uh and try to get your hotel discounted rate on uh, for a hotel stay at the Abbott Hotel. That's next month, July 22nd through the 25th. I'm really looking forward to that event that we're going to have. This is for members and non-members of the Unity Walk organization. So I'm really looking forward to that event. It's going to be a splendid time. Uh, and uh, we have some things planned that are just going to be beautiful. So I look forward to meeting the family. And... Uh, I look forward to uh, really being having time to build and uh, connect with everyone uh, who comes out for that event, both uh, members and non-members alike. So with that said, um, I've often said this. I've often said this uh, time and time again. There's a lot of stuff going on. So I'm really going to try to keep my focus on this subject because there's so much stuff going on. Uh, and, and, and for uh, let, let me say this real quick. I am going to divert this real quick um, for the people that for the people. So I had a young lady uh, just get just get in my inbox, get in my DM and said that, uh, you know, basically, hey, I've, I've searched through your content. I, I, I've looked at your page. I've searched through your content. I'm, I, I'm just, it, it's no coincidence that I found your page. This is what she said. I, I searched through your page. I looked through your content. There's no coincidence that I found your page. Uh, but is there any way that, you know, that, is there any way that we can have white people as part of our community? Because I mean, I, I have white family members. I mean, well, all white people aren't bad. So I, you know, I go on her page and of course she's paired up with a white man and I'm just like, you know, why waste your time? You've got, you've come on my page. Obviously you've seen my content. Why, why would you even waste your time? Uh, the answer is adamantly no. I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell you. And that's basically the answer that I gave is uh, adamantly no. And I left her. See, I'm always going to drop some jewels. I'm not just going to leave her out there in the, in, 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 in the wind to just blow. I left her this jewel. I said, absolutely not. No white people can be part of any black community. Why? History proves this. So now all she has to do I've left her a gateway to just go through history and, and find the answers that she's looking for. Yeah, she if she does her due diligence, she might actually she might actually look at that white guy that she's laid up with every night. She might actually look at him a little bit differently. Yeah, she might find some similarities between the animal species dogs. Uh, so with that said, let's get right to it tonight. We're talking about and 
Uh, I'm going to play this clip and then we're going to talk about it. We're talking about polyamory, polygamy or monogamy. And let me just say this before we get there. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the house with the white picket fence and the poodle running around, that house that you heard about as young girls and young guys and the young girls, they really heard about it. I want the I want the house with the white picket fence and the poodle running around. And, you know, as I got older and I started thinking about that house, that house always seemed fucking small to me. That house always seemed like something that was, huh, it's that's. That doesn't sound so appealing. The house with the white picket fence, because white picket fences are usually short, right? They're usually white picket fences. I mean, you could if you were if you were jumping hurdles, you could hurdle over the white picket fence. And I was just always thinking, like, as I got older, I was like, that that's bullshit. Like, I want the fucking house with the marble floors in it. If I'm going to go all out, I don't want the picket fence. I want the house with the marble floors in it. And, and, and I want my shit gated. Yeah, I want it gated. Uh, I don't want the white picket fence. I, I want the gates up with the with the with the electric with the electricity. So when you touch it, your ass is ah, you're not supposed to be here. That kind of shit. I want the house where I can park my fucking car in the living room. Yeah, that that kind of house. So so as I thought about that house with the white picket fence and I, I, I realized the scenario that was created uh, for for uh, 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 the, the, the social construct, how that shit begins. I've often said this over the course of years that our condition as a people from a war strategy standpoint, everything has to be on the table. Everything has to be on the table. This thing called marriage, I said it before and I'll say it again. This shit is a fucking European social construct, man. It's a European social construct. Contracts. These are contracts, man. It's a European social construct that they have fed people into. Beyonce came out with the song, fucking put a ring on it. Just put a ring on it and, and, and black women were running around. Huh? Yeah, you're going to have to put a ring on it. But what black women weren't telling you, the ones that maybe knew, there's many that didn't know what they were, weren't telling you is the fucking people that died over in South Africa and other parts of the world trying to, so you could put a ring on it. What they didn't tell you is that those diamonds actually have no goddamn value except the value that man puts on them, that that fake Jew puts on them. Yeah, they didn't tell you that part. They didn't tell you that when you put a ring on it, there's a few people that died for 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 your man to put a ring on it. Yeah, they didn't tell you that in order to put a ring on it, that there's other people who were living fat off the hog and sending their children to private schools. So that they can be slave owners for your children. The child that after you put a ring on it and you have this baby with this man because you can't have sex before you, you know, before you seal the deal. So after after all of that, you put a ring on it. Yeah, that guy who sold the ring, his child is going to be a slaveholder over your child. Yeah, in the workforce when they both grow up. See, they didn't tell you that part. Yeah, because they didn't get to that part because they're thinking about that ring with the house with the white picket fence and the poodle running around. Unfortunately, that poodle got killed because the fucking fence door was open and goddamn, well, who came down the block? Yeah, that pit bull came down the block. Chewed that goddamn chihuahuas, that poodle's ass, tore it out the frame. Just keep that in mind. 
This sister's on point. Let's go. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about something that's okay. So I was just watching Smackwater's video about you know toxic. You know how a lot of women throw around the word toxic, especially in regards to toxic masculinity, blah blah blah. And uh, he hit a point, and I wanted this is I really wanted to talk to the sisters. Okay, he hit a point talking about high value men and how a, a high value man that has his whole, you know everything together, he has his ducks in a row, most likely um, has a rotation. And for the women who want to settle down with a high value man, you know it's like what do you bring to the table, whatever. Um, so much so that he should let go of all the women on his rotation. But sisters, hear me now. This is one of the reasons why I'm pro poly. Because let's stop the rotation. How about you take care of all your women and stop calling it rotation and call it your wives? You feel what I'm saying? A lot of women, a lot of women hated me, but now y'all, y'all hearing Kevin Samuels and now y'all understanding. Y'all seeing the truth and y'all understanding some of the shit is real. Let's be real. Y'all want a man of a certain status and affluence and all that other shit? You want a man that can? A lot of those men that can deal with multiple women. And brothers, instead of just flugazing around with it, how about you settle down with each, with each one? Just have you a team of women. Y'all be talking, y'all create all this resentment keeping women in rotation rather than giving them the security of commitment. Black women deserve security. Don't your mothers deserve security? Don't your daughters deserve security? Instead of having a rotation, have wives. Period. Have wives. I don't get it. I don't understand the fact that certain black men can be so powerful. I'm, and not even just financially. I'm talking about men that got that energy. I'm, I'm, I'm a refrain from calling it alpha because motherfuckers get mad when I say that. But mother, men that got that motherfucking sauce, that got their shit together, that have multiple women already, secure them. They deserve it. If they're dealing with you, if you're dealing with them, why not secure them? So they can be comfortable in their position. Just let them know you're going to secure some other women. You know what I mean? It's not fair to women. It's just so not fair to, to, to the sisters out here that do so much for these men and just remain on rotation instead of being locked down. Why? A lot of a lot of these sisters out here today have, have high-paying jobs, decent, are making decent money off of their businesses. Let's be real. We are. But it, and instead of instead of securing us, y'all listen to some of you brothers listen to Kevin Samuels and get carried away and say, oh, I'm absolutely not dealing with a woman that's got this, this, and this. Even the whole time you are dealing with her, she's adding value. You you doing all this shit like y'all together. You just don't want to give her the title, the security of a title, and and and, the, and, and what all comes with that for whatever reason because you want to rotate you want to be able to deal with multiple just make that your rule let them know I, I deal with multiple women I, I'll secure them if I feel like they're work you know we we can be on that level I have no problem securing the women that I deal with um but we definitely have to get to a point of trust and da, 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 da. like I don't get it like women like the sisters heard me talk about poly and hated me they heard me talk about polygyny in particular and hated my fucking guts but now look that could be the solution. Y'all met it, Kevin Samuels? Well, here's the solution. Here's the solution. Allow your men to be poly. Deal with men that are poly. Because whether you allow it or not, deal with men that are poly. It's okay. Y'all, we have got we have got to be the ones that transform this 
weird energy because we've been doing it for hundreds of thousands of years baby i'm live what's up okay we've been doing it for uh, too long we've been be we've been probably way longer than we've ever been monogamous you have to ask yourself sometimes why am i why is it really an issue why am i really jealous and you know i tell people like i don't really get to that point of jealousy because jealousy is is when you when you resent somebody for what they have i might feel like damn i want that too but then i try to go get it if i want it if i can get it shit you feel what I'm saying? Like, we have to learn how to transform these emotions. And certain relationships are, are very beneficial. Of course, you got to be to a certain level of security before you before you enter this. But what I'm saying is, we really need to start seriously uh, thinking about the shit. Okay? I, I, I didn't say that shit for play, play, and for entertainment. Okay? We just gonna jet out. I, didn't, I, I wasn't talking about that shit for play, play, and entertainment. I'm talking about real solutions for the fact that black women are not getting married. We want to be married, right? There's not enough of our men to be married to. Us, each one of us. What's the solution, sisters? Sistren, what is the solution? Every black woman deserves a black man. What's your solution if it's not polygyny? You know, some of y'all, you know, y'all on the Kevin Samuels wave. I'll ride with you. You want a high value man, sis. He's dealing with multiple women. Brothers, brothers, you a high value man? Secure your women. Black women deserve it. Doesn't your mother, didn't your mother deserve to be secured? Don't your daughters deserve to be secured? What about your female cousins and your aunties? We deserve it. We've been riding this thing with y'all. Fuck you mean? How the fuck you think we made it through slavery? We've been riding with y'all when they was cutting your goddamn dicks off. We was riding with y'all. We was getting hung right next to you. Our babies getting cut out of our bellies. We've been riding with y'all. We deserve to be secured. We deserve that. And if that means you got to secure more than one woman to, so you can be fully satisfied, do it because we deserve it. And you brothers that can have multiple women, you should do it because women, the women we need y'all, man. We need y'all so bad. And it's becoming this, so, this vicious war between us and it's so sick because both of us need each other. And don't neither one of us need one more than the other. We both need each other desperately. Black men and black women need each other desperately. How powerful is a black man with a team of black women? Black women. For all you women empowerists out there, how powerful is a man with a team of black women? A woman can operate and move in ways that you can't, brothers. You got to recognize that and see the value in the way that a woman can move. And the way different women move differently. Y'all could be building empires with a whole team, but y'all trying to avoid commitment. Commit to them all! God damn it. What the fuck? You want them all? Commit to them all. Hmm. Let's all be responsible for each other so we can help each other out. That's all that shit is. Responsibility is just help, nigga. Damn. Don't mm. nobody want to be responsible for each other, but everybody wants some help here and there. Everybody wants some pleasure. Everybody wants a counselor. Everybody wants a shoulder to cry on, but we don't want the responsibility of it. What? It's weird to me. It's weird. It's a weird world. It's a weird, weird world. Mm. It's crazy out here. All I'm saying is, brothers, if you can, do it. Lock them down. Lock them all down. Sign, if they want to be wives, you, you, you know you can't legally do this shit in America. Fuck this legal system. Make contracts. That's all you got to do. 
Y'all don't even have to call it marriage, but call it a binding union. Whatever the fuck, I don't give a fuck about that marriage shit. Look, partnership for life. That's what we gonna call this motherfucker. A team for life, goddammit. All I'm saying is, sistering, we have to be open to poly, polygyny. One, it, our men are already wired, but honestly, we're all wired a certain way. But our men especially, cheating so that they can stop lying about it and maybe some of you coward ass niggas should stop lying all the goddamn time because a lot of your women would actually wouldn't mind if you weren't such a deceitful ass mother mm. but you know what i mean like we all got some shit we could be doing like we could all be doing more we could all be better for each other like we gotta get over some of this pelly dick i mean you're with her today and she would have been with his brother if he wasn't with you down <laughs> Why let a man have some time with another woman? We need it. Let him let, let him spend some time with me. I need a man around here. Goddamn it, sis. Stop being goddamn stingy over there. <laughs> nah, but you know, I'm not gonna lie, I get a man and I be like, look, brother, I need a sister wife. I need another one. You need to be dealing with another one. Oh god, oh god, oh god, you can ask the men I date. Um, are you probably because you need to be? Cause I care about my, I care about my sisters, man. All my friends around me, man, that are single, man, brother, you with, you with me? What's up? What's up? Whichever one of my friends is, is okay and down with it, we, look, I'll be sister wise with any of my close friends. They wouldn't be my close friends if I couldn't be. You feel me? Mmm. Okay, so where the sisters at? Where the sisters at? Because this isn't a conversation we gonna have. There, there you go, Aisha. Come on up here. That's what I'm talking about. This ain't a conversation that we just gonna put on the brothers up here. That's black lava spice. That's what I'm talking about. Get, get on up here. We need to hear. We need that divine feminine energy up here because we got the we got the brothers up here. Powerful black men up here. We need the sisters up here. So. That was, uh, you know, I, I, I got sent that and I said, you know what, we need to, we need to have this discussion because it's it's uh, first of all, let me say this when I, I've said that we're in a war. And so in, in the vestiges of war, there's got to be other. It can't be a one shoot fits, fits all approach approach. There's got to be everything has to be on the table in war. And quite frankly, honestly, I mean, there wasn't anything that she said that was wrong to me. I mean, there's nothing that she said that was wrong, especially when we start talking about stepping outside the matrix, man. When we start talking about and I said that this is a year. This is a social construct. This is a social construct. So, you know, um, in a social construct, you have to change the dynamics. It's sort of like I said yesterday, we're not we're not we're not. And, and, and whether people thought I was playing or not, I wasn't fucking playing when I said Father's Day is going to be in Black August now. That's when that's when any woman that I'm with, that's when that's when that's when that'll be recognized for me. It's Black August. You're not going to put me in the fucking month of, of, of LGBTQ and fucking where you've commercialized Juneteenth and mix us in with that shit. Hell no. No, we'll step outside that shit. 
and we don't need nobody. Nobody can tell us that we can't. What the fuck you gonna do? Come lock us up because we're not celebrating your bitch ass uh, uh, holiday when you want it. When you want it celebrated? No, we'll determine that. Real men make those determinations. We don't need the government telling us a motherfucking thing. And it's the same thing with relationships. It's the same thing with relationships. Now, there are I think there are some things in there that 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 need to be that need to be um, uh, that need to be addressed and solidified. Um, first of all, I don't like that term high value men. I think it's a, um, I just I, I think it's one of those terms that that it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like toxic masculinity. It's just one of those terms that, you know, you throw it out around long enough and now everybody's gravitating to it. So I don't necessarily like that term. Uh, I like what she said, but I also know that what she said does not apply to everybody. Let's be honest with that. There's niggas out here that can't handle themselves, let alone one woman. Let alone talking about making commitments and 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 and, 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 and taking care of building, having an empire. They got some shit in them that they gotta deal with still. They shouldn't be in no relationship with nobody until they clean that shit out that they got. They got a lot of shadow work to do. But there are some brothers out here, <coughs> myself included, that we have our shit together. We have we have our shit together. We know what we want. We got the vision. We out here making shit happen on a daily. Them is the dude she's talking about. Wealth, D. D, what's good? We talked about this earlier, so I know you. I know you waiting to cut in, God. <laughs> hey, peace to the room. Peace, peace to the family. What's going on? Peace, brother. Peace. Hey. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I like the topic because it's talking about uh, alternative solutions. You know, to what it means to be a healthy family. You know, what it means to to. I mean, you know, we, we understand like black love in itself is a revolutionary act. You know, we going against the grain just just by the sake of believing in, in, in love, especially in this environment. You know, when there's so much trauma and just you know. Uh, Trey Wooten, I got you. Ninety nine percent of us come with some type of baggage. You know what I'm saying? And so just dealing with the reality of the situation and where we are as a people, um, and then even just considering this as a topic of conversation is extremely progressive, in my opinion. Um, polyamory, polygamy, or monogamy. Not one of those is an absolute uh, across the board, you know, thing that's good for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So the, first of all, we gotta acknowledge that. Fact. You know, but I also gotta, I also feel like we have to acknowledge that uh, our idea of love has been colonized extremely. Um, we 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 make we make love, Doc, my. Or we make relationships synonymous with um, possession. You know, we make it synonymous with. Uh, with uh, an unhealthy, all of that, all of that, but but definitely an unhealthy idea of of what it means to uh, I guess I guess it's just what it means to commit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think that this idea of like sacrifice, self sacrifice, is kind of born from like a, a neo Christian type of subconscious thought process where you know you assume that in order for somebody to show that they love you, that they have to completely sacrifice themselves. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? As, as, as Jesus died, quote unquote, to sacrifice himself as the ultimate form of love. You know, I think there's like a subconscious belief that that's what it, that's what it takes for us to, to, uh, to show and prove, you know? And so in, in, in being that way, uh, a lot of what might be necessary for someone to be completely fulfilled is, uh, it's like, like have, yes. it's silence. You know what I'm saying? It's stifled underneath the fact that you don't want to you don't want to push back too much and lose something that that might be valuable to you, whether it be you know just you know whatever whatever level of relationship you might have with, with a particular woman. Um, so anyway, I say all that to say that you know if you recognize that if you recognize that there's certain traits in a man that you consider to be valuable. Kevin Samuel's uh, definition of a high value man don't have shit to do with the reality that we understand as high vibrational people. We know what it is to be a, a high value person. So look, we talking in the context of that. You know what I'm saying? To be a high value man with an understanding of, you know, of, of who he is and where he's going and you know, the, the ability to to uh, to manifest his own will and reality to know that he's God and you know what it means to have to have a goddess in a family. All of that, you know what I'm saying. Uh, that that's that's what's high value. And in the same and in the same tone, I can't subscribe to what they're saying is high value for women either, because it all has to do with you know the aesthetic and whether or not you know her body is a certain way. Do she got kids and all the rest of that shit? When we talking about building, all of that shit is null and void. Because we talking about things that are way beyond just the three dimensional. Um, you know, this, this, this bullshit that, that people are referring to. So, you know, just with that understanding first, you know, if, if, if you have a high value man who, like Ayana said in that, in that clip, has that energy, uh, you, you know what it is. And, you know, with that understanding, you know that you're not the only woman drawn to that energy. So when that man comes into your realm and you come into his space, do you expect for that energy to be turned off? For the sake of protecting your ego, mm. or or do you mm. expect that energy to continue to shine? Do you, do you expect him to continue to be him in his, in, his, in his full capacity, so that he can continue to be who he needs to be to protect and provide for you? Um, so mm. that whole idea of uh, you know, she mentioned also, you know, that just that that oh, you you, you were her, you talking her, but you know, whatever the case is, um, that that's that's all born from from an unhealthy place. You know what I'm saying? And, and that has to be checked just as much as, you know, anybody using the idea of polygamy just for the sake of trying to get some pussy, you know? Um, but that, that goes on that, that goes on both sides. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a level of real self-awareness and accountability that has to be held on both sides. And again, this isn't for everybody. And even by me saying what I'm saying doesn't, doesn't mean that I necessarily have to be in a polygamous situation or a monogamous situation. Um, my thing is, you know, whoever it is that I choose to be committed to, we decide among ourselves what's best for us. You know what I'm saying? And, and that should be the case for everybody. You decide with your significant other or others, you know, what's what's best for you. But the key is to be 100% honest about who you are. Anything less is a coward. You might as well be any other fuck nigga out here that's just, you know, fucking on whoever and, you know, got... This girl on the other side of town thinking that y'all getting married, but this one pregnant by you on the other side of town. And you got to live double lives and, you know, jump through hoops and shit like that. That's why these niggas are so, it's so bugged out because they drained. 
trying to spread themselves thin and trying to keep up too many lies. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to really stand in your manhood and to stand in your godhood, you know, means to come out of that cowardice and just be 100% about who you are, you know, about what you expect and what you require. You know, and, and in doing that, you know, everything falls into place. That's what it is to be a healthy black family, you know, especially considering the, the ratio stati- the uh, statistics right now. Is there is there is there an issue? Is there a real issue with? Um, because I don't I don't just look at things from a global standpoint. I mean, from a from a from a, 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 a national standpoint. I look at it from a global standpoint. Is there a real issue with a lack of? Uh, from a numerical standpoint, a lack of black men in the community that would warrant that would warrant for the sake of the continued uh, genealogy uh, uh, to stop the implementation of, pot- of potential uh, genetic annihilation is this cause for um, these type of Relationships are these type of relationships natural, and should people deny themselves? Because we did a we did a stream before. Um, I don't know if you were on wealth. I know D was on, but we did a stream before where I talked about the eighty twenty, the seventy thirty, the you know what are you willing to accept and what are you willing to you know um, deny and and and, and because you know, which makes this conversation relevant because if you believe, as I believe, that one person is not going to be able to give you everything that you need, then that means you're going to go into a situation. And, and, and that's not to say that one person can't, but I'm, I'm saying those are the exceptions. That's not the rule. Those are those those are those what people would call those once in a lifetime type situations, those soulmate type situations where, yes, they this person just provides everything that I need. I think that those are rare cases. So then it comes to a point where, OK, you get into a situation where a person is not able to provide you. Do you deny yourself? <laughs> Do you d- deny yourself what you really have a right to when that person maybe gives you 70 and you have to say, fuck the other 30 or that person gives you 70 and then there's a woman or a man over here that can give you that other 30 that you desire that you have a right to. Because you live this once and then you transition. And if you don't get it right, then you get recycled back through the system and you end up here again to get the shit right. So do you deny yourself? Or do you do you partake I, I, I go ahead, Wealth, and then we want to get some of the uh, feminine energy on. Please. Peace, family. Peace. Awesome freaking discussion, man. Awesome discussion. <laughs> I thought you'd I, like I this, Wealth. <laughs> I absolutely love it, man. Um, and and, and I, I want to say, uh, before I, I respond to the topic, I want to say to respond to you directly, there is a numbers issue um, that, make, that makes it make sense because due to the war on the black family and more specifically the black man, there are lots of black men that are either killed, mentally destroyed, or incarcerated to 
to, to really take a huge chunk out of the eligible male numbers out here, right? Um, that, that makes it make sense from a numbers value. But I also wanted to touch on 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 actual uh, polygamy and, and and as she mentioned polygamy polygyny, which they sound similar. Polygamy is is with one man and, and two women. Polygyny is with multiple women beyond two. So just so that we know that there's a difference in, in the verbiage, right? Um, I, I I don't have an issue with it. I think it makes sense. Right. Um, we have to be we've been sold and increasingly now more than ever the, the lie that men and women are the same. And we are not the same. We don't process the same. We don't think the same. The way our minds operate is not the same. Right. Um, men have boxes and women have <laughs> a ginormous box. Right. And, 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 and what I mean by that is the way that we process women have the ability to, to jumble, to put everything in one box, but then it, it, it like entangles with everything else. Right. And, and that there's, there's pros and cons to that because she can make connections that oftentimes we can't. Right. But whereas men, we, we compartmentalize naturally. In our minds, we compartmentalize. We got a box for everything, right? And I heard a comedian say it. We even got a nothing box, right? And the nothing box is kind of like the box that we kind of like the most. As men, we like that nothing box. That nothing box is there's nothing that goes in that box. That's the box that I just like to play. And you ever see your kids playing a big box that you brought home, right? That's, that's the nothing box. Sometimes a man like to sit and do nothing. Don't think about just just enjoy your nothing box. And I know a lot of females they don't get that, right? They why 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 are you not talking? Why you don't want to be next to me right now? Be, because a female, the way they process information, it's hard for a female to understand the nothing box. That's why if you got two females in a room and they're supposed friends and they don't talk to each other for the first five minutes, they're immediately going to receive. <laughs> the, the 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 implication that there's beef, there's a problem, right? Oh, she ain't talking to me. This is this some static. Two men can literally sit together for hours and call that a good time hanging out. Facts. Look at men when they go fishing. You sit there for hours, quiet, just throwing a, 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 a throwing a hook in the water. And come back and be like, man, we had a great time. But see, it's we wired differently, right? And what I and the reason I bring that up is because because we compartmentalize, we can love and be with more than one woman. You see it in our behavior already. A lot of us don't even realize that we already live in polygamous. We are. What Dee mentioned about a man having a kid over here and another girl over there, and that's that's polygamy. The only problem is it's dysfunctional polygamy, right? It's dysfunctional because now there's secrets, and secrets destroy trust, right? Secrets absolutely destroy trust. And and one thing I want to say about this, right? I, 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 I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for it. I'm also for doing it the, 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 the most effective way. Right, we got to do it the most effective way. Well, we got to do it, and yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you real quick. Don't lose that train of thought, please. I want you to keep going with that. But there is a 
a, a statement on Facebook that I want you to address. And and smile says we are the same. However, our essence is different. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely not. I don't even entertain that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely not. We're not the same. We're not the same. Got yeah. Yeah. If you can't, and I'm just look. You can go internally. You can do mentally. You you can do physically. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're men, so you'd have to be in a man's body to know that. We're not the same. <laughs> we don't process the same. We don't look the same. We're not the same. Cynthia Harris. That's the shit. That's that's the shit that that's the shit. White supremacy is is trying to confuse us with. That's why you you got a lot of black men acting overly feminine, and you got a lot of black women acting overly masculine. Because they and 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 what's what's that bringing in? A lot of dysfunction and unhappiness, but they just won't admit it. Right? So going back to the thought that I was talking about, there's dysfunctional ways to execute and there's functional ways to execute. And the same way you shouldn't get into a relationship if you haven't gone and done the inside work to make sure that you don't got some dysfunctions in there that you're gonna bring into that relationship that's then gonna make the relationship dysfunctional on a on a on a monogamous relationship. The same rules apply in a polygamous relationship. Right? If you're dysfunctional and you go get in a polygamous relationship, now you got a bigger problem because now it's more people you affect them with that dysfunction, right? So we got to do the internal work and, 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 and be grounded in ourselves before we even talk about getting into a relationship with anybody, furthermore, a polygamous relationship. But I do think it, it, it is a beautiful thing. It can be a beautiful thing if we're not, if we're not going after it just for base desires. Thanks for that wealth. Um, appreciate that. I want to get uh, the something. Yeah, I, I and I totally agree. We are we are not the same. And women would have to actually be in a man's body to, to to overstand that. Just like we would have to be in a woman's body to really overstand. And I I love being a man, so I don't want to be in that body. And hopefully, women who love being women don't want to be in our bodies. Um, I want to get with Aisha Black Lava Spice Tareen, and we'll go in that order. Aisha, uh, peace, love, and light, Empress. How are you? Peace, love, light. I am doing wonderful. Oh, man, the polygamy, polyamory, monogamy. Okay, so I get I get it. I get the whole context of, of us, you know, being able to connect to each other and, you know, build this structure with this family. But in my experiences, it never works out that way because... The man is normally not in a position to have everybody face each other. And if that's not the case, the women aren't in a position to accept any other women outside of that. You feel me? Um, the monogamy portion of it has been so um, ingrained in us over the years that we look at that as like a competition. We look at that as, you know, him stepping out, him not valuing you. And depending on how he is carrying himself within this relationship, that's what it can end up feeling like. Like, I honestly, and I've had this conversation with you many times, going back and forth between the polygamy and the monogamy. And I would be for it if I knew that I could be protected within that union. Because if you're just saying, okay, well, I'm, poly you know, I'm, I'm, I have multiple women, okay, but you're dealing with women who are of a very low vibration, or you're just sleeping around, you're bringing whatever foolishness they got going on, and now I'm taking that energy into my womb and having to deal with that same trauma. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not ready to 
actually do the work that it takes to get the team around you that's going to be most beneficial to each other and we know who each other is and there is that breaking down of all that um you know years of programming and we're doing this together it's not going to work it sound good but it just it just at the end of the day, somebody's going to end up with their feelings hurt. Somebody going to end up feeling some type of way. And we back at square one again. So it's almost like if, if that's the case, show me where they be at. Like where, where they stay. Well, I, I, I think that there are some and, and this is not something, Aisha, that that the uh, news media is going to promote because their job is to promote monogamy. Their job is to promote marriages. Their job is to promote those contracts. Their job is to get you down to the courthouse to to get that marriage contract so that they can keep tabs. Because I mean, let's face it, the um, the um, the uh, Rothschilds and them they have to the Rockefellers they all have to get their money, and so um, and they have to make sure that that those taxes are being paid and that uh, those death certificates are being signed and and they have to keep track of everybody. But there are absolutely there are absolutely productive, organic, and very successful polygamous relationships. As well as polyamory relationships and, and, and other. There absolutely are. Um, I know, but, but again, I think it's, um, I think you, you hit on some, on, on some great points that I want to touch on. I think that people getting into it for the right reason, people knowing, and there's a maturity involved. If people was getting into it just to fuck, that, that, that's not the right reason. If a man is getting into this function just to, uh, say he can have sex with multiple women and, and they know one another now as opposed to him having to sneak around that's absolutely not the right that's not the right reason um, I know some couples that have done it or not they're not couples but they're in polygamous relationships and they do it from a from an economic standpoint uh, and, and that doesn't mean that other things aren't happening within the confines of that relationship but it's it's all about economics it's all about the combining of resources. So that's another aspect. Um, I don't know what their sex life is like. Not my business. I don't even want to know. That's their business. But they make it work. Um, and, and and from an economic standpoint, uh, yeah, they're running they're running circles around where where there were a lot of people out here, uh, couples who were going through it during the pandemic. The ones I'm talking about, they weren't. They had no problems whatsoever. Um, and and so I mean, it's 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 kind of like the it. I, I guess it's kind of like the community. Uh, 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 it takes a village to raise a child. Some of these polygamous relationships have taken that concept on a higher level, and 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 and, and that's how they implement. That's how they work now. There has to be a level of maturity for the man because you brought up something else that's very important, and that's bringing those negative energies, tapping into those negative energies. And if that man is not mature enough to make the proper choices, then what he can do is is taint the fruit of everyone else involved by bringing in rotten fruit. So you're absolutely spot on there. Um, but I do, but I do know that there are. Uh, there are people out here that are doing the damn thing, and they're doing it in a big way. Uh, Black Lava Spice, and I want to. We, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back around. So, for me, I'm 
think um, polygamy can work. I really think that's something that we need to get back to, um, as well as traditional white supremacy has taught us that monogamy way is, and because obviously we're so deep, far down the rabbit hole, is that we can't see no alternative. I really think it do start from people that are more tapped in for the higher self. I do think it needs to be um, a man that's everywhere, everyone's doing it for the right real reasons, but for us to actually to be able to come back and build black, um, the black nucleus and, um, and um, community, I think we do need to look into polygamy from a nation building standpoint and like you said economics and i really feel like by spirit that's what it, it is because like um and um Yurima, i feel like we are literally denying ourselves by who we are by spirit you know and conforming to having to sacrifice the very parts of us that we don't really need to you understand but because We've not been in control of the, you know, the, 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 the environment that we're in. We've gotten sold this idea of monogamy, just like how we've been sold the idea of this independent feminist. So I really think it's really what we've, as black people, I can't speak for anyone, it's something that we really should be. And I feel like if you're vibrating on a higher level, it kind of weeds out all the jealousy and the other things like like I said, it's not a thing where you're doing it for the the guys of like sexual pleasure or sexual deviance, but and then it from nation building. I think that is something that we really need to go back to. Thanks for that black lava spice. And I just I just want to add um, I just want to add because I think that we have to be uh, these conversations. So I say we're in war. We have to be open minded. Um, in war, you have to use what's necessary for survival purposes. For instance, in war, and there are no rules to that. See, this is the this is the thing. There are no rules, and I've given this scenario before, and I'll give it again here. In war, the white boy who plays chess in war, if he sees that he's about to lose, he jumps up, flips the whole chessboard off the table and claims that he's going, damn, my bag, I was just getting up to get a cup of coffee, my knee hit the table, flipped the whole chessboard. No, I don't remember where the pieces were. We have to start over. In war, that's what you do. The chessboard, you don't take, you don't accept the fucking checkmate. You do what is necessary. In war, the white boy says, damn, Low birth rates since the early 2000s, as a matter of fact, not low birth rates, negative birth rates. White women aren't having babies. The white boy says, even though my fetish is black women, I'm going to go over here. I will pretend like I love this black woman. I'm going to marry her, pop a seed in her because I have to keep my genealogy, my line genealogy going. In war, everything is on the table. So why wouldn't polyamory, polygamy, and everything else be on the table for the black family who is slowly being decimated? Why wouldn't that be on the table as well? We can talk about monogamy all day, but guess what? If you're going to be in this country, if you're living in this country, there's not enough black men for black women. 
We can go down to Atlanta and talk about the 15 to 1 ratio. We can go to certain different other states and talk about the 7 to 1 ratio. We can talk about all the black men. See, we're going to deal with the numbers. We can talk about more black boys being born than black girls until they reach the ages of 18 to 25 and then that shit changes. We can talk about all of that. And the fact of the matter is, is there's not enough fucking black men for every black woman to marry. And even if there was, that ain't going to happen. Even if there was, even if the numbers were even, it's not going to happen. It's just not. So you got some choices. Tareen, what's good, Empress? Go ahead. Peace, love, and light, family. Peace, love, and light. Uh, yeah, I definitely understand the, the purpose of polygamy. I'm, I'm not against it. Um, for one, if it wasn't effective, you know, there, there wouldn't be polygamy. Um, but, you know, there are some things about it that uh, that are serious. Like what Aisha was saying, like, you know, uh, what men have to understand when it comes to um, having sex with multiple women, our wounds are on the line. So it's like, it really takes a mature man, you know, to deal with multiple women. Um, And on top of that, you know, you have to be honest. You know what I'm saying? You have to be honest about what you're doing. And, you know, the women should definitely be able to build uh, with each other so that they can know what they're building on, so that there isn't um, any jealousy. Although, you know, with us being programmed, over the years, you know, it it is going to be difficult for uh, many women to accept that. But it's like, at the same time, you might as well, because most men do, you know, have multiple uh, women that they deal with. And, you know, and a lot of times they are like lying and sneaking around because they don't want to hurt the other woman's, you know, feelings. And that's only because most women are able to accept who they truly who they truly are, you know, in nature. And um, it sucks that we really had been brainwashed all these years to where we can't even do what's right for our community. You know what I'm saying? And um, and yeah, this is this is definitely a, a topic that needs to be spread throughout our community because women need to know. Like, you know, there's so many women that'll be like heartbroken and you know. Uh, trying to figure out what they man is doing you know what i'm saying like and every woman most women will tell you you know when women get together they'll say all men cheat you know what i'm saying but we won't ever take a step further and and have a a deeper discussion on why you know um and it's crazy whoever that person was on facebook i you know it's crazy how a female can still compare themselves to a man like that's what to me that's what gets me you know it's logic you know what I'm saying? And it's science. Like a female can only carry a baby for nine months. And men can have multiple at the same time. Like, you know, that's not, you know, that's how it's part of nature. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we, we really need to understand that. You know what I'm saying? They're able to have multiple children. We can't. So why can't they flex what's in their nature? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it, like I said, that the only thing about it is, is just really being honest about who you are and what it is you want to do. And you have to be straight up with these females. And you got to know the different type of females that you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Because some females will 
will might want you so bad and they'll agree to something and really that's not what it is you know what I mean and there really has to be order because I do believe in um, romance I do believe in love you know what I mean there can be a man that can be one with a woman and may not need multiple women or you can have a man that wasn't able to meet that soulmate that can satisfy all his needs and he may need multiple women and it's like if there is a man that has that one woman that that one woman that he's connected with and there might be other women that need a man you know what i'm saying like back in ancient times they were considered concubines but at the same time are those women okay to to be that to accept that position because the way that the, the way that the world is now every female want to be a queen every female want to be number one you know what i'm saying who don't and, and and that's that's probably you know something that the white man that worked on us to where we can't even accept who we are because let's face it every you know some women are stronger than others and if you know that you're not that type of woman to satisfy you know the man completely like one can then you need to fall in line you know what i'm saying but uh but yeah like I, i'm you know I, i'm not against it I, I totally understand so that's all i have to say about that i appreciate that Toreen. uh thank you but but i do i do want to clear something up and it's not really a clear up, but we gonna keep things. We gonna keep things within the confines of the truth. Um, I talk to women, and one thing. So there's two things. One thing resounding that I hear from women that I talk with. One thing resounding that I hear that they say when we in just real conversations women will say this they've told and not just one or two i've had, I've had many women say this yorima dudes do some fucked up shit but y'all ain't got nothing on women we are the most deceitful and we can do some shit that y'all can't that y'all wouldn't think of the other thing is this let's not men yes the sexual desires the cheat the going out but let's not get that shit fucked up. Women do their shit, their fair share of dirt too. Maybe not to the extent, maybe not to the extent over the course of hundreds and thousands of years that men might do it. But make no mistake about it. There's many a there's many a good dude. There's many a good dude that lost his motherfucking mind because he found out some shit about his woman that she was doing on on on, on some side shit. So let's not just make it a man thing. Yeah, men do cheat, but yes, women do that. Good. Women do that shit too. Now, and yes. women get away with it more because you never know. That's the only thing you would never know when a woman cheats. I think that's why. That's why it's. More, I feel like it, it happens more with women because you literally never know. Well, black. And this is what it's not spoke about. Well, black lava spice. You you won't know. You won't. You you maybe if you're a lower vibrational man, but if you're a higher vibrational person, spirit speaks to you. You will know just like that woman internally knows when her man is, is, is fucking with somebody else or talking with somebody else. Her intuition tells her. Yeah, we had that shit, too, when we in our higher self. So a man will know he might not know exactly what's going on, but he will feel that shit, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I'm just saying they're more sneaky, so it's not like it, it's not something that is is common. Like for you to actually know what a woman's actually doing, like right. they get away with a lot. Like women, you understand? Men is because it's more known, and they tend to people seem to think they're more sloppy people to think they do. There's a lot of shit that women do that 
and the mindset that they have that people are not in it, like you said, unless you're tapped in, are not, are not privy to. That's what I'm trying to get at. I got you. I got you. Um, uh, Empress Audrey, you, you were up. Peace, peace, love, and light, Empress. Thank you. Um, I understand the thought process for needing to have this conversation, but I definitely wanted to open it up to say that when we um, think about blackness as a global construct outside the confines of this country, that numbers issue that we were talking about is not an issue. You don't have the LBGT QIA plus agenda. You don't have weapons of mass incarceration. You don't have those things that plague this country as an option. Um, I also say that the masculinity is still in a lot of our men abroad. So you don't have this um, beating your head up against the wall kind of thing and um, potentially don't even have to um, entertain the thought of poly anything, um, which I am not for poly because I believe it sets up the black woman for a subsect of struggle of um, if there's a situation where two houses are on fire, one your first wife is in one house, your second wife is in the other house, who do you save? And if at any point the woman would have to save herself, um, or um, the one one of the women's don't get chose to be saved, I think that's a horrible position for any black woman to have to be in. And it's for that reason that I'm, I'm not for poly anything. Thanks, Audrey. I, I got a quick question, though, uh, for you. Um, and, and, and you bring up a good point, and I, and, and I, and I, totally, I totally get it. It makes sense. But uh, for the single black woman, who saves her? Yes, I understand. And that's why I said the global... Um, community is an option, but I think our commitment to the continental United States is to our detriment. Oh, oh no, no, no! I agree. I agree. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm I I, I totally um so and, and I said, you know, from my perspective, I look at things from a global perspective. So from a global perspective, absolutely. Although we are do, dealing with with. Even from a global perspective, we're dealing with some some cultural uh, uh, differences, that sort of thing. Uh, but um, from the example that you gave, from the example that you gave, um, right now there are plenty. There are the, the, the I think the numbers look at like seventy percent, if I'm correct, like sixty-eight to seventy percent. Of black women who would not be in a poly in any type of poly relationship, period. If they're in that burning house, they have no man to save them anyway at this point. So so they're not even a choice, period. 
in a poly, yeah. in a poly, at least, at least she's in the game. At this point, the black woman in in seventy percent of the cases is not even on the playing field with a man. Yeah, I know. I know, Yurima, this is like one of those <laughs> matrix kind of situations where you can see it and you have to like think opposite of how you want to think. But my thing is, if I'm beholden to a man, I want to be chose, period. If I know that... I respect that. I'm, I'm some, I, I belong to somebody, I want to be chose. And that's point blank, period. If there's only one man left like I want to be the chosen one and maybe that's selfish from a communal standpoint but um, I'm not willing to to be beholden to a man and not be the one he saves out of a burning house I got to save myself or I got to count on Black Lava or Taurine or Aisha to save me no that's not a, that's not an option for me so, so, and well, if I go ahead, well, because I, I, I got, because, because, because I, well, just a second, well, because I got, I got to say this. So, are these, because, because, because the so, the way the social construct is right now, when I say that, when I say that this European system and the European ideology is a social construct, what I'm saying when I say that is that because. The way the marriage system is set up, it's the way the European has set anything up. It's based on ownership. It's based on slavery. So the way the social construct is with with even monogamous relationships, you go down, you get the contract. This is based on a slave system. It's based on ownership, attachment, attachment. So so I I know black women want to be chose, and 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 I have no problem with that. But I think when we talk about when we talk about higher levels and moving into higher levels of consciousness, we have to recognize we have to recognize that there is an ownership in this. And I'm sorry, I, I as a black man, as a black man, I want I want to I want to be in an organic, beautiful relationship with with a black woman or black women. But I don't fucking want to be owned. And I think a lot of black men feel like that and black women. I don't want to be owned. I I'm don't want to be. Huh? I'm not there. I want the deeds. <laughs> I want the life insurance. Okay, okay. I want, I, want all the, I want all the trimmings. I don't want no plot of land where we got this hippie commune, which yours is, is mine and mine's is yours. No. I want the ownership. I want to be able to be like, without a shadow of a doubt, that's my man. I know him in and out. And that's just where I'm at in my level of consciousness right now. Um, I, I believe, it. you know, marriage is um, the, the conduit for generational wealth and success. And so for all of this rhetoric now saying that marriage is just a piece of paper, and all of that, I'm not with it. That sounds like that sounds like a bus to struggle of, Yurima, and I'm not for it. I'm all about, you know, a luxurious, like a good life, a good life where you get chose as a black woman. 
So that goes against my foundational principles. That sounds selfish, though. Well, 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 wait, 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 ho, 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 ho. First of all, we're not going to attack the sister because she spoke. She spoke. I respect it. So we're not. We're, so so let me let me reset the room and then wealth wealth and then Mike will get to you. Um, so so the first rule I have in any one of my rooms is we we don't we don't disrespect black women. And I'm not saying that anybody disrespected her, but but that's that's where she's at. I respect it. Um, so we don't disrespect black women. Uh, the second rule is if somebody if somebody says something um, and you don't like what they said or you don't believe what they said, the onus is on you to prove them wrong. It's not on them to go look anything up or try to prove to you that they're right. The onus is on you. We're all have we all have handheld computers in our hand, so you're gonna have to <laughs> look that shit up. Um, and then the second thing is is we just keep we just keep it real, man. This is not fluff conversation. I run my rooms. We keep it real. If you got to cuss, you just got to cuss. But we do keep it respectful with our black women. Uh, wealth, go ahead. And then Mike, we want to get to you. And then Lord Abba. Thank you, thank you, Kay. Um, uh, I just want to say to the sister, you know, um, I absolutely respect your position. Let me start with that. This is not me trying to convince you of anything, right? But I just like to broaden the perspective sometimes when we look at situations and just take a step back because oftentimes the, the, we, we've been indoctrinated into a, a European mindset and a European programming, and we can't see that that's what it is until you take the situation and use an analogy. So I'll use an analogy. I'm, I, I'm married, 18 years, we got four children, right? Only child syndrome is similar to what I just heard, where the child thinks that because they're going to have a sibling, you're going to love them any less. You're going to love them less. But we know as parents, if you're a parent, you know that that's not the truth. You love all of your children. So I guess you can say in an analogy, if both of your children are drowning, which one are you going to save? Well, you're going to try to save both of them. Right? So, I mean, I, I understand I understand where well, it came from. With the uh, fucking you know, jewels, the, the analogy man. that you offered. But love is unconditional. You know, it, it really is. When you really, when you spiritually understand love, it's unconditional, right? And and love is 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 limitless, right? There's no there's no there's no limit to it. And I think that's a that's a really high level of of under of consciousness that people uh, many people have yet to reach. But they're we're all on the journey, right? So when you when you when you have more than one child, you love them, you love both of them. I don't love any of my children less than the other one, right? And and they know that, they feel that. I show them that, I prove that, right? So so there's no doubts in their minds as to, oh, well, daddy loved this one more than me, right? It's it's love, it's, it's, it's and, 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 and I, the way I see polygamy is getting us to understand that that same love can exist between two people, two or more people, right? In a polygamous relationship, that same exact love can exist. We understand it with friends. You can have two friends, two or three friends, and you love them all, right? But we've been taught that, wait, no, that's just a specific type of love. But over here, and only over here, when it comes to 
uh, I don't want to use the word romantic because that comes from the root word Roman, right? Roman antics, right? right? So this is this is where the confusion starts to come in, right? And 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 we we start confusing what love is from what we've been taught love is, right? So there's there's no losing of the person that loves you because they love someone else. There's no loss, right? If anything, you gain a new friend. You gain a new you you, and and there has to be compatibility there, right? There has to be compatibility there. Me and my wife, we built our relationship on a friendship, and and I and I tell people that this is why we've lasted so long, right? Because as friends, you'll argue, you might disagree sometimes, but the friendship brings you back together. Right, and oftentimes we don't build on that same. A polygamous relationship would be built on similar principles. There has to be a connection there. Things that you identify in, you got to vibrate similarly. You know, on on similar frequencies, right? Because then those two women could become each other's best friends, and they should if the if the vibration is right. They find they find a unity there, a, a, a companion, right? And and and. I, I, you know, it's, I'll leave it at that. But you know, I just wanted to give it a different type of context. Uh, I, I don't want—I don't want you to receive it as I'm attacking you. That's not what I'm doing. I understand it. That's the way you feel, and I respect. That's the way you feel. But I just wanted to give it a bigger context. Yeah, thanks, Will. Um, and and I, I would—I I think you put it in perspective, Will. That is so—that is so needed. Um, love shouldn't just be confined. Again, that becomes a slave system where our love is just confined to to one person. Uh, we have the right and the ability. As a matter of fact, if we are if we are love beings, um, higher vibrational love beings, then uh, we have the ability to love multitudes of people. Um, we absolutely have that ability. Now, I want to. Uh, I, I do want to. I do want to pose this, and then I want to get to you, Mike and uh, Lord Abba. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to get to you all first before I pose this next question. Go ahead, Mike. Um, yeah, appreciate y'all for letting me break the stage. Just want to give a shout out to the brother Yurima. I've been following you for uh, a few years now, and I. Logged on to Facebook, seeing you was on Clubhouse, so I scrolled through the hallway, seeing that you was on there. So you know, I'm grateful to be able to break bread with you. Thank you, brother. But, you know, yeah, for sure, for sure. And on the um, on the topic at hand, you know, the, the um, sister Audrey definitely respects your opinion, but you know, you have brought up the fire example. That's just a horrible example to give because one person can't be at two places at one time. You know, so if both houses are on fire, you know, I can't, I can't split myself into two. Say, I'm gonna go over here and save both of them. So that's, that's just didn't make sense. That was a bad example, you know. And you know, to add a, a, a another side to that, you know, I would just have everybody under one house anyway. So if the house catches on fire, we all gonna be out, you know. And then, you know, just to that, you know, just all the examples that you kind of gave were they, they were kind of rooted in, in in just personal feelings, you know, and, and that is the exact reason why Polly would never be able to work, you know, because my, um, my fiance has been sitting here listening to this conversation and she kind of made me change my whole perspective on what I was going to say, but... She just said that that the women in the relationship is actually the ones who kind of make the poly 
um, go or stop, you know, they, they kind of make the break, make or break the poly, you know, so if you're dealing with a weak-minded woman that, that is in her head too much, worrying about the next woman that's in a poly relationship, then of course it's not going to work, and then, you know, because they're in their head too much, but if you have a strong-minded woman, just like the brother has spoke before me that said, um, like a child syndrome, like, why would you think because I have a new child and you're my firstborn that I would love you any differently from my other sibling. You know, I, I, although the love is different, I still love you the same. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and as far as poly, as like a blanket term for the black community, I'm all for it because there's too many single black women out here that are running wild. And, and I'll, I'll be for poly before I'll be for LGBTQ. I'll say that, you know, because I'm all for the, the the appropriation of the black family. I'm all for the pushing of the black family, you know, because I'm on this app a lot. And I don't know if anybody's in the audience that, you know, they see my face and they know my profile. But I've seen people getting their accounts snatched and I've seen people create new accounts. So, so I see the narrative that's being pushed on this app and as regards to the poly. Anything poly, you know, in the black community, I'm all for that. I'm all for that because the feminization of the black male is at an all-time high right now. And anything to keep the black family procreating, I'm all for it. So um, appreciate y'all for letting me grace the stage. And I'm Mike, and um, yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate you, brother. Thanks for uh, thanks for that. Um, Thanks for that. I want to get to I, I want to give uh, the, the um, let, let's get to Abba and then Audrey, I'm going to give you a chance to respond back before we go on. Thank you. Yep. Go ahead, uh, uh, Lord Abba. Peace, peace, King. We good. We good, family. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I was actually I just jumped on here for a few minutes. I was about to get off the app until I seen this room and I decided to jump in. Awesome. Uh, I have a video on um, Sarnetta's channel for those of you who are familiar with Brother Sarnetta. And the yeah. title of that video is called Lord Abba, Polygamy Slash Polygyny is the only system that will repair black families. And I speak to the numbers, you know, um, Sister Audrey, um, I, I, I got to agree with the Brother Mike. I believe that your analogy was horrible. <laughs> absolutely horrible and um you know it's not an attack right a critique is not an attack it's just a critique and you know you spoke to uh the worldwide community the fact of the matter is we live right here in america and our inner cities are showing that due to mass incarceration due to the rise of homosexuality due to the high rates of, of abortion, due to the homicide rates that our men, oh, COVID, right? COVID affected men at a 60% more clip. That was nationwide of all races and ethnicities. Being that black people were affected most by COVID, then, well, we can deduce that it affected our men the same way that the national rate went. So, you know, I'm waiting to see how those numbers look when they come out. This puts us at a severe disadvantage. And many people.
people are not going to travel into the diaspora just to, and I'm speaking for one thing, just to get themselves a husband that they are going to uh, force to be in monogamous relationships. Monogamy has shown, in my opinion, and my research to be detrimental to our structure as, as a family unit. And there's a movie called, I always butcher this title, I think it's called Goodbye Uncle Tom's Cabin, if I'm not mistaken. It's a slave movie. And if those, if y'all haven't seen that, y'all yeah, should have seen goodbye. It's called Goodbye Uncle Tom. Okay, Goodbye Uncle Tom. Thank you, brother. There's a scene where the mistress, right? And when I say mistress, I don't mean the side chick. I mean the... A uh, female white master slave woman. She's sitting there in front of a portrait, and she got the two young, we call them freedmen, well, at that time they were slaves, sisters sitting there. And she is explaining to them there should be one man, one woman, and children. And this is family. And the two little young sisters are kind of sitting there like, huh? They're, they're kind of bewildered because they know that master and his white buddies go into the barn where all of the little young chocolate sisters are and have their way with them every so often, right? And, and this movie is based on the chronicles of people that wrote about slavery in the United States of America. So, you know, our concept and idea of ideology is Disney movie-ish. Marriage is not about love. Marriage is about duty, which is why they had arranged marriages up until the present day, right? So I think that our understanding of marriage, and particularly as the woman, thwarts our understanding of the necessity of polygyny. And I say polygyny. I don't support no other form of poly. That's just my personal stance. Because no other form of poly helps grow our family units. So... You know, I, I just wanted to get on there and get on here and say that. Check out my video on Sarnetta's channel because I break down numbers and statistics. I pull up articles. I go into the ancient records as well to show that this monogamy thing is, is something new. It is something European. And we fall trying to force fit our way into white supremacist ways and, and systems most of the time. So I, I just wanted to get up here and say that. Yeah, thanks, Lord Abba. I appreciate that. Um, and definitely uh, appreciate that that uh, that input. Um, I do want to, uh, Audrey, I want to give you a chance to respond back. Um, Thank you, Rima. Yeah. Um, I'm not representing an organization or anything. I am speaking as myself, as a 31-year-old woman with no children and no husband. So that is my viewpoint. Um, I feel kind of a way that the wealthy know that marriage is um, not only for culture, but for generation generational wealth purposes but they teach our communities 
that we can get it out the mud, that you can do it on your own type of stuff. I, I don't appreciate that. Um, I think that on a communal level, we are super individualistic, um, and we need to have okay. the ability to have group thought, and we we need to have values, cultural values that supersede location and uh, time frames. We should say, oh, you're a black person. You need to speak to my father to get my hand in marriage. We should be able to have cultural things that we do that um, not only that exceed um, just individual persons. And so the fact that we're talking about polyamory, polygamy, or monogamy. We got choices. This really personifies how individualistic we've, we've become. Um, other communities know how to move as a group. And I think that's one of the downfalls of our community in this country. Like I said, um, we do not have to stay within the confines of the continental United States. There are other communities that we can perpetuate the black lineage. Yes, Yurima, there are cultural differences, but like there are also cultural um, nuances that are a benefit. You don't have to, to uh, talk about um, certain things when you talk to continental Africans for so to speak the man knows his specific role and so um, there are benefits with that as well um, you will not be if you did leave the confines of the United States you would not be the sole breadwinner or you would not be in a position of authority because you would be on the, uh, you would be in a country where the man, your potential husband, would be located. So I just like to give that as an option. I definitely agree with Mike. Javon the, Douglas. Uh, Alphabet Boys is out here tough, and they not letting up. I didn't see hardly any Juneteenth. Um, Rhetoric. All I seen was rainbows on in June. So they are definitely co-opting the black experience and making it the only experience. Um, and I don't agree with that. So we definitely have a war against us. And I appreciate us being solution-minded. Thank you. Uh, Empress Audrey, I, I just want to... I, I just what what's going on, D? I just I just, I just, I just really want to respond to, to something I just said or what Audrey just said. But if it's out of, if it's out of context and we got to move forward, that's fine. That's fine. No, just, just real quick, I just want to give this example, and then D, I want you to come in. Um, but uh, and this is to Audrey, and again, respect everything you said. But if I take. And, and we're talking so so we're we're talking about and you brought up the individual and I talk about that a lot so you and you are you and I are in alignment on that on that aspect of of 
there's a lot of individualism in this country amongst our people. I totally agree. And, and that shit is it's bogus. We're, we don't get anywhere with the individualism and that. And the system has set it up like that. But the fact of the matter is, is that right now, if I take Aisha, Black Lava Spice, Tareen, um, if I take those those three ladies right there and we decide to build and you take you take brother Lord Abba. The fact of the matter is, is when we talk about generational wealth, when we talk about building, when we talk about all of that, the three of us are going to get farther ahead than you and him ever will. I don't even know their economic status, but I know what I've made of. And I know that if I if I'm making a choice on picking on, on, on choosing three women to build with or four women or however many, it doesn't matter if I'm making that choice and it's just you and another, unless you hit the lottery, you're not going to move further ahead than we are because we're going to build. I'm not picking no lazy women. No lazy women who are just going to be sitting back doing nothing. I'm not a video game dude, so I'm not a lazy dude. I'm sure you're about your business and I'm sure Laura Abba is about his. But the fact of the matter is, is that the four of us will move further ahead much quicker than the two than you two will. That's just numerically. We just can't lose. I mean, and so and, 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 and again, this is not a this is not a bash. I'm just saying that that you that that's just how it would be. Because why? Because four heads are going to be better than just two. The same way that it's that the same way that our ancestors knew that it took a village to raise a child because a village is just going to be better than just two parents. And we've gotten away from that concept. Group economics, we're going to practice group economics. You don't have a group. It's just the two of you. So in the confines of relationship, uh, uh, um, there's going to be certain aspects of the relationship that ain't even that sex isn't even going to be the issue. The building portion of it is. Go ahead, D. Then I got a question for the group. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to have to keep reiterating like this is not an attack, and you know it's not because you know cause we among family. Like at this point, we should understand that. You know, I'm just stating my position. So uh, when I heard uh, uh, Sister RJ say. Um, is that, uh, you know, other groups of people understand certain concepts of, like, you know, how to build generational wealth and, you know, how to do things with a certain structure and things like that. Um, but one thing that we fail to realize is that other groups of people don't put the same type of pressure on their men as we do, as, as, as the type of pressure that's being put on black men. This whole, this whole fairy tale idea of a dude got to pay my bills and take care of me and do this, this, and this. Other, other groups of people that are, that are thinking in terms of group economics, look at Asian people. You know what I'm saying? Look, look at Asian people. Look at East, East African, like Ethiopians and stuff that come over here. Even a lot of European people, what they do is they function entire businesses. They build entire businesses as families. You know what I'm saying? Like the, when you when you go into a Chinese restaurant, you see the dude and, and, and the uncles and, and, and the older brothers in the back cooking. You got you know the the the, uh, the woman doing the bookkeeping on the side. You got the child working the cash register. You know what I'm saying? When you go to all the you know the, we we have they, we have a different type of mentality because we're on the bottom end. We're on the the belly end of capitalism. You know what I'm saying? So if you just think about the distribution of the world's wealth. The top 1% got more money than the bottom 
facts. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just look at the, the conditions that that are um, in opposition to to uh, you know just the growth of, of black families and just black men as individuals in general. You know, with all the odds stacked against us, and this is not just an isolated to to the United States problem. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a global phenomenon. The issue of the distribution of wealth and the fact that the black populations across the world are poor as fuck. I just finished watching a video. If anybody's familiar with Art Kathy, she does videos. She travels and she's you know been to several places on, on the continent. And Art, you hear, oh, definitely if you're familiar with it, you definitely should watch the video that she's talking about about these the, the men in Gambia, you know, and a couple of other countries that she visited, and how and how it's poor as hell over there. And you, while you might get your, you know, you might go over there off your little stella, get your groove back, and get you a tall, super dark skinned Mandingo brother that's built and got this African body and all these other sensationalized ideas, but in reality, they're dirt poor. And that's not to knock the brothers over there, but sisters are willing to go over there and, and, and live on the mountainside with a brother that's, you know, getting out the mud and, 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 and surviving in the ways that they know too off the land, and that's perfectly okay, but you can't give a brother a chance on this side who ain't got a car. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so just so if you just put if you just put it in context of the distribution of wealth, not only in this country, yeah, there's a whole idea that black people got X amount of spending power and things of that nature. And and I, I definitely believe that. I definitely believe that. You know, as as a group, we need to be more uh, more conscious as to what we're doing economically. That's a whole nother conversation. But when you really pay attention, when you really pay attention to the fact that you know other groups of people have a different ideology when it comes to why they're getting married and what's the functions of a marriage and those roles don't necessarily just rely on you know or not necessarily just based off of you know one specific person being the, the primary breadwinner and then you know you, you just keep a wife happy in the back of the house for 40 years while you work and pay all the bills and then there's nothing invested there's no empire there's no legacy after the fact you know what I'm saying? So if we're thinking about building in the terms of building a legacy, polygamy should definitely be on the table, considering the fact that we are where we are economically. And, you know, and if that was to be considered, and mind you, again, every brother is not built to be a polygamist, a polygamist dude. Uh, every sister is not built to be in a polygamous relationship. I might prefer to, if I meet somebody and I prefer to be in a monogamous relationship, then this, that shit is null and void to me. You know what I'm saying? But again, we're, we're talking about, you know, the fact that we should not be confined. I don't think this is a matter of individualism um, to be able to ask this kind of question. I don't think this is this is a uh, an indication of how individualistic we become. It's an indication of how communal based we're trying to become. We're trying to break out of the individualism. I think it's extremely individualistic to say, well, I want it all. I want to be able to have a, a luxurious lifestyle. I want to live like this. I want to live like that. And then expect for black men to always have to meet that expectation, knowing the odds are stacked against us. We should be trying to build as a unit. We should be black man, black woman, polygamous, monogamous, or whatever it is. You're not in this alone because I know we at war. I know the odds are stacked against us. So how dare somebody say on this battlefield, hey, black man, you're supposed to be doing da 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 and I'm supposed to just be relaxed. If anything, if I am the breadwinner and I'm taking care of the bills and the mortgage and the land or whatever the case is, then you need to be stacking your bread or putting that into a business. You know what I'm saying? And building another branch of the legacy. Rather than putting all this weight on the black man's shoulders because no other man of no other group has, has to live with that kind of weight on his shoulders. 
Yeah, I want to. Can I uh, respond? Just real quick, Audrey. Yeah, yeah, you can. But I, I want to say, uh, we, uh, Yoli over here on Facebook, uh, I want to address this. Yoli says, two people can be just as successful as four people, especially if you have great credit. Generational wealth includes your children as well. So if your children are working in that household, y'all are building. Uh, just my opinion. Uh, Yoli, I, I guess what? I totally agree. But guess what? I, I want I want I want those two people. If they're if they're Aboriginal Indigenous people, I want them to be successful. This is not this is not about a tit for tat. Uh, but the reality is, if we're dealing in reality, again, we said that this is not something for everybody. So this is for a higher vibrational. The sister used high value man. We're not using that terminology. We're going to use higher vibrational people. So. I'll use myself as an example. If I'm putting together a dream team, just as two people can have great credit, well, guess what? Four people can have great credit. I got an 830 credit score. So do you think that I would pick some women that would have less than a 650? No, the women on my team are going to have fucking great credit scores too. So guess what? Those two people, their credit scores, they might actually... Their credit scores might actually garner them, let's say, $75,000 a piece. That's $150,000. But guess what? There's four of us on my team, so now we can double what you can double. We can bring in much more income. We can access, we have access to more capital. We have access to more things. That's just the way it is. And once we sit down at the drawing board and put our heads together strategically, we're going to make there, there's, you're not going to be able to stop us. And that doesn't mean that the two people, you should be stopped either. It's just that we're going to move a little bit, uh, we're going to move ahead a little bit faster because there's more people. And that's, and, and guess what? From a communal standpoint, it doesn't even have to be a polygamous relationship. It doesn't even have to be a relationship, period. If people are practicing group economics, they can do the same thing. They're going to move ahead faster than one person that's just how uh, it, it, it just uh, the law of averages says this they're going to move ahead faster than one person I'm sorry if you got if you got five people or ten people right now putting money into uh, doing investments or whatever they're gonna they're gonna move further ahead than, than, than you by yourself and that's the individualism we're talking about uh, I want to get to uh, I want to make sure we get to uh, Audrey, you go ahead and respond, and then we have to get to Mimi and Royal as well. Thanks. Um, Dee, I just wanted to um, say a couple of things. One, um, credit scores don't exist outside of um, this American context. So um, outside of America, they have something called family scores. So again, you don't have this individualistic Yurima has a credit score, D has a credit score, Dwayne has a credit score. You have a family score. And also, I will say that um, um, I don't want to pit a continental African versus the Africans that are here. I definitely don't want to create that dichotomy. But what I'm saying is the black American men are the highest paid men on on the, that are melanated on this on this on this side of the earth and the the people who are on that mountainside that you talked about 
are paying 100% of their wives' bills. But the highest paid men, black men in America, want to go 50-50 in a pandemic when 90% of the workforce, uh, the female workforce got laid off. Can you imagine living with somebody and they're talking about they want your half of the rent? That is absolutely unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Uh, 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 Audrey, Audrey, I would have to cut in there. The, the fact of the matter okay. is, the fact of the matter is, is that so a few points you mentioned, we have to keep things in reality and context. Uh, when we talk, first of all, first of all, somebody moving from a state to another state, there's a level of difficulty. If you're talking about moving to a whole nother country that you know nothing about. So there there are many things that you're going to have to learn, many things that you're going to have to acclimate to. The fact of the matter is, I love our African cousins, our brothers, our sisters, but they don't even own the fucking cobalt and coltan that comes out of the land. They don't even own the uranium that comes out of the land. Crackers are have access to that. I, I've made the statement before that as a black man, I should have more access to Africa and its resources than any Asian or European on this planet. But the fact of the matter is, is that I don't I don't so even well, if we're talking that forty thousand dollar but, but Audrey that you got Audrey, from here Audrey, and let go me, buy the land but, but and Audrey, out in the mines over there. No 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 you can't no you can't they actually have armies over there both Asian and European that will kill you and if not then it's the then the, it's the African black government leaders over there that have sold their souls to the devil that will kill you. The fact of the matter is is that there's many people that go over there to buy land in Ghana in uh, Nigeria, in Kenya, and they get beat out of their land all the time. They will allow you to buy the land, fix the land up, put damn Airbnbs on it, and then here comes some family that actually owned the land. You got tricked into buying this land. Now you don't get your money back. There have been many Amer black Americans who have gone over there and, and gone through that and lost out on those deals. What I'm saying is that it, when we talk about going to a country that the people don't even control and own its own resources. In 54 countries, AFRICOM, AFRICOM basically governs that. That was set up by, by, by Barack Hussein Obama, Barry Sotero. Those people are starving. There's children over there that are going 500 feet into the earth to extract cobalt and coltan to give to some Chinamen. And those children are being fed three meals a week. They're lucky if they get that. So if a black woman wants to go over there to find a husband, I mean, more power to her, but that husband is not going to own too much. And you might end up like some of the African people that have had to exile over here, you might get ran up out of there. And that's not to put our African brothers and sisters down, but we have to keep shit in, in context. The Chinese now have moved in. The European, they're actually doing a Berlin, a, 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 a Berlin conference part two right now. With the chopping up, with the chopping up of a kebulon. The other thing is this: is as far as uh, on this side of things, as far as over here, black women are the most educated and the smartest. The fact of the matter is, is black women are the biggest consumers in this country. Why? Yes. Because black women have the jobs. You all have actually broken the glass ceiling. So to sit here and say that 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 black men are the ones with the jobs and not and not. Uh, asking black women for rent. That's just not true. You all are the ones who get in. Why? 
because the white men trust you more because they don't look at you as a threat. They know that you are strong, but they also know that you are not as strong as us. And if it comes down to a physical altercation, they can handle you. They cannot handle us. And that's just real. We have always we have always been the threat. And I I, I, I want to. I'm saying, Yurima, out of all of that strength, a woman, a black woman specifically, wants to be the feminine. She does not desire to be the masculine presence in her relationship. So I'm saying. You're putting her in a masculine position to have to be so strong. In a pandemic, you need 50% of her resources in order to keep the household afloat. That is a problem. But wait, that wait. Is, but you're saying we're, you're saying you're saying you're saying you're saying that you're saying that we're putting the black woman in that position. However, 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 where where does the white man play into this? Because the last I knew, the last I knew, I don't know a black man on the planet that owns any Exxon oil companies. I don't know a black man on the on the planet that owns the cobalt and coltan that we're talking on these phones right now. I don't know a black man on the planet that that has a nuclear weapon that could be like a Kim Jong Un and say. You come over here and mess with us and we'll blow this bitch up. I don't know a black man in the world. I don't know a black man in the world that has access to to the weaponry and the army that these Europeans have access to. So so when you say that, when you say that you're giving us too much power that we just don't have at the present time. We have to lay the blame. We have to lay the blame where the blame is. And this is this is what black women don't want to do. They want to put the blame on us, the black men, and don't don't get it twisted. We got some fucked up shit with us. So we're not going to just we're not just going to shed all of that. But we're also not going to forget who put us all in this fucking position. I'm never going to get forget who my enemy is now. And I'm not going to forget also who the next enemy in line to take his place is. So right now, our focus needs to be on that European and getting, making sure that we are insulating ourselves as black people as a whole and then looking at his predecessor, who is that Asian, because that predecessor for power is on his heels. So you can't see black women can't put all the blame on us. And that's the problem. Hi,
working my nine to five every day, rock solid, taking care of my bills, doing my thing, trying to do my side hustle on the side, whatever. And then boom, the same way everybody was affected by that shit, so was I. But this is indicative of the macro problem. How is the black man the the the, the fucking the scapegoat for that? How? How does that boil down to you got me? You asking me for fifty percent of the rent? That is that that's crazy. That's crazy, nigga. You better get it together. What? The, the world just shut down. The, the fucking planet shut the fuck down. And somehow it came back to me. Aren't and, you and, and not only that, hold on, hold on. But see, now, of course I'm a man, sweetheart. Me personally, I get mine. I, I handle my business. Me losing a job didn't mean anything to me. I'm good, good on my side. I'm just, I'm just speaking for the plight of all of my people. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking for the plight of the black man in general because in that same breath, sister, I, I hear you talking about going to the continent, but hold on a second. A lot of us didn't, uh, first of all, first of all, everybody ain't planning to go back to the continent. Sister I understand. I understand. Hold on, Queen. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, monopolize the conversation at all. But I just, I just want to get this point out because, you know, this this is just just a general sentiment. Because in none of in none of that energy do I hear any type of um, empathy, compassion, or a desire to reconcile what's happening here on this continent between us as black men and black women. I don't hear any reconciliation behind the notion that, oh, well, we can just date brothers from over there. Da, 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 da. There is something to be said about the historical reference that we all share here, the historical experience that we all share on this continent. There's something to say to say about the ancestral connection that we have because we've been through some shit over here. So if I got the mind to do what I got to do to get the fuck up out of it and I find a sister or a couple sisters who got that same mind, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like the whole sentiment behind black men being the problem over here, but then, hey, let me go reach out to some to some African brothers over there on the continent because, you know, that, that that's the answer over there. Like, you, you can't shift from, from one uh, victim of global white supremacy to another and think that you're getting the better end of the stick on either side. You gotta work with what you see and really pay attention to what's happening out here. Like we, like for, for, for us, I just don't understand how the same way that we receive the brunt of all of our experience as a people, as black men, as black men, as much as we're, we're suppressed over here. I'm talking, and I know what it feels like to be a masculine black man walking through the streets with good intentions, nothing but good intentions. To walk around wanting to be righteous and at every corner is something that's, that's fucking you over. And I'm not saying that to, to give my brothers a scapegoat because yes, we are men. Ain't no excuse for, for fuckboyism. There's no excuse for just being a lackey or a deadbeat or none of that shit. I, I, I'm not any of the above. But what I will say is that the same way that you just said that we sat here during a pandemic and asked for, for a woman to pay 50-50 rent, for that to be a problem, that through all that we've been through and are going through, even in the pandemic, I can't look to a black woman and say, hey, sweetheart, you know, the pandemic hit, you know, you think, you know, you might be able to help me chuck up something for the rent. What is wrong with that? And how are we the problem have, all of a sudden? Just real quick, just real quick. Um, uh, D, I, 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 I think I've said it before and I'll say it again. And I, I tell young brothers this. I tell them this. And it's and it's because of this that. Whenever you enter a room, you automatically say, I'm black, I'm, a, I'm the problem. That way you kill anything that anybody's got to say because it's all, it always comes back to us. The fact of the matter is, one thing that we haven't talked about 
And, and, and Mimi, you're going to go. You, Mimi's up next, and then Asante, Asante Lee, then then you. But the one thing, just, just a second, Lord Abba, just a second, just a second. The one thing we haven't talked about is the fact of and, and this, Audrey, because 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 there's a flip side to this. See, we haven't talked about the sisters who aren't ready for brothers like us. See, we haven't talked about the sister because for, for everything to be on the black man, we haven't talked about the sisters who come within our realm who are supposed to be the smartest, the brightest, who are supposed to be on top of their game. And then they come to find out that they're not ready for a Yurima Karama. They come to find out that they're not ready for a D. Ivory. They come to find out that they're not ready for a brother like wealth. See, that's the flip side of it. It can't all be on the black man, man. We can't do that. We're not doing that. It can't all be on the black man. We have all played a role in this. Because just as there's a black man that's fucked up, there's some black women out here right now bedwinching. Bedwinching for NASA. There's a black, there's a black woman, there is a black woman right now, there is a black woman right now whose whole mission is to lock black men up and has been doing it for years. Yeah. There's a black woman right now, a mayor in Atlanta, who's on the side of white folks, and she's pretending that she's on our side. There's a black woman right now named Oprah Winfrey who goes and sits with people from the Council on Foreign Relations, who goes and sits with people from the Trilateral Commission, who goes and sits with people from the Bilderbergs. And she pretends like she loves black people, but she don't. And behind the scenes, she hates black men. And Monique set her out for it. See, there's those black women, too. Let's not forget them. Let's not forget the black women who have sided with white men. The black women who have sided with white men for the destruction of black men. We can't forget about them. Just as we can't forget about the coons... And the bootlicking ass Negro peeing men who have sold us out as well. We can't, we can't, we can't, but we can't leave. We are not going to leave one out without the other. We can't do that. Mimi, you're up. Hi, everyone. Peace. Um, peace, so yeah, I just want to comment on the idea that polygamy is going to, like, I guess, save the black community. Uh, I come from a, a, well, I come from a culture where polygamy is, uh, I say, I would say not that uncommon. And in my opinion, I wouldn't say it's a prescription to save any community. And I have a couple reasons why. Um, first, when you look at, like, the divorce rate already, in America, especially in the black community, it's pretty high. And even in our communities, we know for a fact that uh, polygamous relationships have like astronomically higher rates of divorce. And that's because of like the emotional and um, responsibility, like the stress of that, that can increase, you know, the level of breakdown. So I would say like, wouldn't it make more sense to focus on the micro level, like building a family first, you know, like an individual nuclear family? And then once that's stable, you build out because adding more stress on a structure that isn't uh, solid is like a recipe for the house to fall down on everybody, right? 
So I would say that. And then I kind of feel bad for for American black women because even in like the concept of polygamy, typically the woman is taken care of and that's why she enters into that uh, union because she knows, okay, I don't necessarily get a man to myself, but at the very least he's going to provide for me and I'll be housed, I'll be clothed, I'll have all my rights. But even in the concept of polygamy, they're kind of being robbed of their rights. They're still expected to be like this barber, the builder, this mule, like, oh, you come with all these women, you share this man, and you all pay to be in this union and build. Um, It doesn't really, like, I just wonder, like, when does the American black woman get to rest in her femininity and be taken care of and get her rights as a woman? I kind of feel like it's just not fair to expect that of them, to put so much stress and strain on them emotionally, mentally, physically. Like, they're just always the mule. They're always the the backbone. They're always, like, expected to give and give and give and give and give and get very little in return. So (laughs) I just don't think it's fair. And also the legal system is another issue here because, again, like, the breakdown of polygamous families is pretty high and you're going to have families you know in court all the time and polygamy is not even really legal so there's not much security there for these women who will not be legally married to the man so what I recommend it uh, based on statistics and what we see in like our polygamous uh, world I would say it's probably smarter to focus on individual families. And there's a reason why the entire world, for the most part, has moved toward monogamy. Um, I'm not going to talk for too long, but there are biological reasons, societal reasons, that the world has moved toward monogamy. And, um, yeah, that, those are my thoughts on it. I don't want to hog the mic. So. Can I, can I um, respond to that, Yurima? Real, yeah, real quick, uh, Lord Jabba, uh, Lord yeah, Abba, I and then and then we're and then then I'll let you cut in. Um, j- just hold up, brother. Let me let me go. Um, so, um, I'm, I got to respect that you come from that that background, um, but I do want to clarify so there is no misconception, uh, Mimi. Nobody said that polygamy or polyamory or monogamy was going to save anybody. What we did, what we did say is that what we did say for the room is that these are options. Um, For instance, if 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 because of the situation that we're in, we started this room, I said that we're in war. And so in that in the confine now, if we're in comfortability, if we're in a comfortable state, then people do what's comfortable. But we're in war. And I don't know that everybody in this room actually, when I think that people actually get that concept, I realize that they really fucking don't. But we're in a state of war. So in war, you have to use what's necessary. Meaning that in war, if if they have uh, uh, nine millimeter handguns and they have AK-47s and a guy over here has a, lock, a, a rocket launcher and they have a nuke over here. Everything on the fucking table needs to be used. Should I just go for the nine millimeter? Uh, we're in war. Should I just go for the rocket launcher? Uh, we're in war. Should I just go for the? Yeah, so, so the the point is, is that everything is on the table. 
Not saying that any one thing is going to save anybody. That's the problem. We think that one thing is going to save us. That's the Jesus complex. And that's why his white ass ain't come out of them clouds yet to save our black asses. Because we believe that fairy tale that one thing is going to save us. So polyamory, no, is not going to save us. But guess what? Neither is monogamy. Lord Abba. Go ahead. Yes, please. I'm going to be very brief. You know, one thing I will say that first is disingenuous to, st to say statistics say and never cite those statistics. Number one, um, I, and I'm in the reparationist movement, so all we do is statistics that affect us as black people. The top 10% of black Americans control all of the wealth. When you get to the median, median which is the middle, our people in America are worth $1,700. When you break it down into quintiles and deciles, the further you go left of the top 10%, we start to hit zero, and then we hit negative zero to negative 4%. The top economists in the country, socioeconomists, by the name of Dr. Sandy Darity, wrote in his book, where do we go from here? I mean, excuse me, um, from here to equality, reparations for black Americans in the 21st century. He breaks it down. He says single white parents, have, wait, let me start here. Single white women with children, with children, have as high a median net worth as black women with no children. Single white parents have more than two times the wealth, 35,000, this is the top socio-economist in the country, at the median of married black parents, $16,000. So one single white parent has $35,000 in wealth, while a married black parent, on average, has $16,000 in wealth. The professed economic benefits associated with having the quote-unquote ideal family type, right, do not translate into the closure of the racial wealth gap. Being a stable, two ma uh, stable married, two-parent black family far from evens the black and white wealth gap. He goes on to state, and this is very important, there are vast differences in wealth between black and white women. For example, older, over 60 years of age, Single black women with a bachelor's degree have a median net worth of about $11,000, while single white women in the same age range have $384,000 in median net worth. Single mothers in general have negligible wealth, but the racial difference is still palpable. White single mothers have a median net worth of $3,000 but black single mothers have a median net worth of zero. When we are looking at this through the scope of the statistics, I have to be honest and say none of the stuff that these sisters are saying makes any sense at all. And before, I want to leave with this last point, there's no such thing as this high or great black spending power. I heard your brother speak to that. Uh, Dr. Jared Ball wrote a book called The uh, um, the myth of the black spending power. Our money is consumer based. So when we get our paycheck every week, we go buy things, right? right? Out of necessity. Then what they do is a marketing ploy. So let's just say you have a home and a car and you're paying mortgage and you're leasing that car. 
Instead of taking the real value of wealth via your income, they add the value of the house that you still got 30 years to pay on and the value of the car that you still got five years to pay on with the car note and they add all of that into it, giving the illusion that we have this great spending power. Spending power means that you're consuming. It doesn't mean that you're producing anything. So I just wanted to add that and say peace to everybody. Oh, thanks, Lord, Lord uh, Abba. I, um, I do want to say on topic, we need to tie that in to why uh, the option of polyamory, uh, polygamy, polygyny, or monogamy um, should all be on the table. And so I'll present this, uh, the next question, because the sister, the sister brought up something, and I know that the sisters, um, this was a question earlier, so we need to, we need to go ahead and get it out of the way. Uh, and we'll let the sisters and brothers chime in on this, but is it acceptable for, because if, if, if we're talking about black men having more than one woman, is it acceptable for black women to have more than one dude? Absolutely. Thank it is acceptable. You. It's just how many men will, will and I, speak, I never got my Oh, parents. oh, Asante, please go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Asante I, Lee. Yeah, I only have a few minutes, unfortunately. Um, but... I wanted to to respond to what Audrey was saying. Um, I think that what how she's saying it may be coming off a little, um, may sound a little bit bitter, and it may need a little bit more honey with what she's saying. But she's trying to give you men your power back, and so um, it sounds unfair that black men feel they have to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. However, when something goes wrong with the children, a lot of people look at the mother. When something's wrong with the women, we're supposed to look at the, the fathers, the men. And I know you guys turn around and say, well, who do we blame? And that's the unfair portion that men have to, to have the burden of. Um, but with great um, achievement and um, uh, with great responsibility comes great reward. And so I want you guys to feel more empowered. And um, I think that polygyny could be a good tool for you guys. Me and my fiance are actually thinking about it, but I told him there are steps that we have to take before I even consider um, doing that. And you know, we live in Los Angeles, one of the most expensive cities in the United States. And he still wants me to be able to stay home and take care of the children. I think one of the men earlier, maybe D, was saying that we were sitting at home resting or just like chilling or some shit. I've been on maternity leave for six months. I've had to go to therapy. I left the corporate world to be on maternity as long as I could. I've had to go to therapy. I've had to... Um, talk to the elders in my family just to get myself right with how much work I was doing at home with one baby. And so we're not just sitting at home. We're, we're cleaning where well, I am. We're cleaning. We're taking care of the children. I'm making sure she's not getting vaccinated. I'm dealing with these doctors. I'm dealing with trying to keep myself up, still having sex with my man. And so we're not just chilling at home and I just, I want it to be a healthier conversation. And as far as women having multiple men, um, I think it can work for some. I think 
I think maybe it won't make sense for most masculine men because I don't see a masculine man really wanting to share his his woman in that manner. Um, it sounds unfair for us ladies, but again, there's unfair shit in life. And um, yeah, I can't stay on for too long. Great conversation. And I hope you all have a wonderful night. Asante, Can I say thank you. Yeah, uh, I just want to say uh, apologies for not getting you on sooner. I, I lost track. Uh, go ahead, D. Yeah, likewise, likewise. And uh, the brother Royal hasn't spoken yet either. Um, but uh, just, just to that point real quick, uh, I just wanted to give some context to that statement about uh, women sitting at home, whatever, or, you know, what have you. Um, so, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, we're in this room every few days. You know, there's, there's a, a group of us here who speak on a regular basis. So hopefully, you know, at least those who hear me speak regularly know, you know, what I meant by saying that. But just to give you some context and anybody else who might feel that way about what I said, um, I was actually speaking specifically about um, the, just the, the cliche or stereotypical idea of the American dream where, you know, it's, it's kind of purported that what it means to be a man is to go to work for X amount of time to pay, you know, X amount of bills and, you know, a 40-year mortgage and this and this and that. Um, and to do all of that uh, without any family goal towards uh, a legacy. Um, and so, you know, forgive me if that sounded like a broad statement to say black women just sit at home because by no means is that even my perspective on you know, the value of black women or what they contribute to the family structure. By no means, and I'm all about you know, uh, protecting and providing for, um, you know, our women. So that's, that's not what that was to say. So I just wanted to make that clear that the only reason why I said that is because there is this narrative. Um, there is this narrative that, you know, uh, the black men, black men are expected to provide despite, you know, some of the issues that exist in our inner communities. Um, we're expected to provide unconditionally. And even in, and even in you know, something as catastrophic as the pandemic um you know we're expected not to ever falter in our ability to consistently pay bills every month i was just trying to suggest that there should be more to the uh the overall goal and the trajectory of where this relationship is going in terms of our economic um our ambitions you know what i'm saying what are we doing together as a unit to build an economic legacy and just because the man might be the primary provider, all I was saying was that that doesn't mean that the woman can also contribute to that legacy. Um, so I, I completely understand um, the perspective. Um, it looks like it's just the left, but all of you also understand your perspective as well. So I just wanted to say that that um, you know that that was only t that was only reason why I brought that up. That's not my general uh, perspective when it comes to black women as far as sitting at home not doing anything. So let me just clear that up. Well, and, and to, to, um, to add to that, you know, we're, we have to step outside of social constructs. The fact of the matter is, is that in this, in this environment right now, um, sometimes, sometimes a motherfucker gets tired of carrying all the weight and not getting no return on their investment. We have to be honest about that. We're in a society right now where you really have to have you ha really have to have three or four streams of income coming in. And if you ain't getting no help, 
I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, what do I got? What do I got you laying next to me for if you ain't aiding and assisting? You got to be doing something. Shit. Except and besides following, besides following this European social construct that says, well, you're the man, so you're supposed to provide. Well, shit. Well, then if I'm the man and I'm supposed to provide, then uh, don't don't then then then. And if you're not providing anything, there should be nothing if I decide to go out and talk to somebody else. There should be nothing if I decide I'm going to look at her ass a little bit longer than you might like. I mean, let's be real with that shit, man. No, this is this is a team effort. This is a team effort. Everybody has to play their part. And black women have always played their part. But the European has gotten in the mind where, oh, no, the black man should be the provider. Yeah, that shit works for a while in certain circumstances, but we're in a new era in time now. In this new era in time, people are having multiple streams of income coming in to survive. And if you're not providing, that might mean that we need to find somebody who can help provide. And that's just real shit. Uh, Pappy, uh, and then I want to get to you, Royal, and then you, Lord. Uh, Pappy Corleone says, women are greater in numbers than men, so it would be more logical for men to have more women than the other way around. I tend to agree, but that's just my own thing. Uh, Royal, peace. Peace. Um, guys and goddesses, I want to thank you, Yorima and D, for holding this space. Um, I think it's a, this is a sacred conversation that needs to be had. Um, a lot of the directions that we went in this conversation needed to be exposed to everyone who was here. Mm. And I want to say thank you to Brother D for kind of setting the tone, Mimi setting the tone for uh, to create a space of listening and understanding. Because as we've all come into that conclusion, I've seen a lot of us come into the conclusion, maybe the way we communicate isn't, you know, what was the intention. Um, all of us mean well to communicate a specific um, way of being. I came in here to learn about, because <laughs> um, polygamy is, is something that is becoming more and more attractive as a concept to me. Hmm. Um, and I came in here to ask the question, you know, how would I go about dating? And what I heard was, uh, you know, two, dy two dynamics uh, of, of people uh, getting lost in translation, thinking that this is that and that is this. When we are all, our intention is to support this idea. We're all here to support. Everybody who came in here is actually interested in the betterment of our people. I, I, I would say I'm definitely interested in coming together as people. And it's not, I, I say that as a black man, but not just a black man. I, I, I say that as a human. And I, I definitely see things from the construct of capitalism, but um, we also gotta speak for ourselves, um, for me, you know, money is, I'm someone who just believes that money is energy and it's going to attract to me. And I know that a lot of, a lot of people might say that's, that's unrealistic, but I've never had a time where, you know, and I'm, I'm going to speak into God. That's just, 
what I am. I, there's never been a time where I wasn't financially straight for everything that I needed. And I didn't need any female to hold me down. And I don't expect, to your point, I also agree that I don't expect um, a, a goddess to be around me and not want growth and not want betterment. Um, but uh, I'm going to say that flow is what I'm going to honor uh, as a principle within within the household. If if your if your strength is holding down and nurturing, I'm gonna allow you to do that. If your strength is becoming a, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, then I'm gonna I'm let's let's do it. But I'm gonna play on strength and not focus on weaknesses because not not every goddess you know who is going to fit the bill of what I want in a queen. Mm. Right, it's going to go out and 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 want to conquer shit and want to create streams of income, and I, I I just gotta honor that because if you make me happy, then I'm gonna want your ass around, period. And I'm thinking about bringing, I'm thinking about bringing multiple uh, women because in my line of work, I am passionate about people. I'm a humanitarian, and when the, I work with many women, and women in this time. Uh, after this pandemic, spiritual, our levels of consciousness are heightening. They're attracting to me because I'm doing my work, my shadow work. I'm working on me. And that's what I ask for in women. So that's actually attracting to me. So now I'm thinking like, yo, I, I would love to be whatever you you could call it the side nigga, you know? You, you know, forgive my, my French, but I could be the side piece to every one of y'all because my love language is, is that of listen, I, I want you to be there for me when I need you. Hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not here for the possessions. I'm not here for the house. I'm here because you need me here. And I, I want you to be there because I need you to be there at certain times. That's, that's a love language. And that's what I'm looking for. But my question was to um, understand, but obviously polygamy is not the mainstream thing but I, I notice it there's more and more rooms coming up now about this and it's becoming more and more attractive because what I believe in is just straight up listen love is love it should be a black or white thing like it, people like to say self love or, or unconditional love but love is just love it, it, it should be just that and so if I feel within myself fearful you know to Look at someone's eyes. We spoke about looking at a female's eyes longer than if I feel fearful, then I can't be with you. If I feel fearful of being myself, mm. I can't be with you. Teach. You know, and I'm trying to I'm trying to live as authentic as as possible. And I've been in another room from very inspiring polygamists, beautiful people. I, I only felt love. And this is what inspired me to be interested in this dynamic. Because if I felt the love emulating from these people and they said words like, um, you know, loving up on someone and being your authentic self, that's, that's the advice that they told me. This is basically you just being you completely. Because if I'm in a monogamous perspective or that, you know, that societal perspective of just one person, then I can't truly be myself because there's that relationship when you're when you're in a in a group setting. There's a relationship when you're with family. There's a relationship with your when you're 
with a significant other, and then there's the most truest relationship when you are by your goddamn self mm. in the bathroom. And I want to be able to be in the bathroom with my baby or my babies. So I just want to be me. And if you can't, if you can't do that, then I'm not looking for. I'm looking for the three percent or two or one percent of this world that would accept me for exactly a hundred percent, a thousand percent myself. And that is why I'm interested in this concept. And if you have anything to speak on, anybody has been uh, in a polygamist uh, dating as a polygamist, please share with me. Thank you. My name is Royal. I'm done speaking. Wow, Royal, thank you. That was powerful, brother. Um, appreciate that. And um, yeah, just being your most, your one, yeah, being your one hundred percent authentic self. That is, that is key. Um, and I think that that's that's real. You know, that's 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 one of the issues. People getting into relationships, wanting to change the person, uh, to mold them into being who they want to be. I mean, they should should they they fare better by going out buying the the necessary material to create a, a robot, uh, give them a laboratory and just uh, make a robot. Um, so I I totally I totally uh, I totally uh, vibe with you on that for real, um, Lord and. Shatovia, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, you all are. Shatavia. Shatavia, okay, got you. Uh, Lord, what's good? Uh, yeah, I was just going to share with Royal uh, one one way to, to go about it is to actually, yeah, just be forthcoming and just straight up with whoever you meet up with, like, on the first date, let them know that that's what you're interested in. You know, and if they're not, you don't don't waste each other's time until you come across, you know, people who are aligned with what you're doing. And that's actually what I do. I don't bullshit. I let women know straight up and um, that I I am geared towards marriage and that I'm also polygynous. I actually come from that. So, and yeah, I heard someone point out something about um, polygamy not being, you know, legal, quote unquote, which is, it's true and not true at the same time in the sense that, you know, there's the institution of marriage between man and woman and state, and then this, the institution of marriage between man, woman, and God, you know what I mean? So when you're entering the realm of man, woman, and God, this, no state can make anything illegal, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I want to have one, two, three, four wives here in America, wherever I am, I can most certainly do so. I just won't be able to do so through the state, and I really, frankly, wouldn't want to do so. So um, I think that's also another thing that people also have to be aware of when coming into, into these types of relationships, you know, like polygamy, you know what I mean? This is this is the realm of, of full autonomy and, and being sovereign and being the master of your reality specifically for the man, right? Because for me, I come from the traditions, yeah, where the man has to have something established for himself first, right? It's not a matter of, like, you're building. Maybe I could have been building. Maybe I could have met a woman in my early 20s, you know, and, and be built together and all that good stuff. But for me to have another wife, I have to be established first, right? And that's the number one thing a lot of people, you know, forget about and try to make polygamy about. Like, for me, I'm, that's not my that's not my route. My route is not about, you know, increasing, you know, multiple streams of income. Mine is, you know, being able to provide an environment for, for, for my offspring, for, for, for my for my for my progeny. You know what I'm saying? And the best way for me to do that is to be able to create an environment for the women that are going to bear them for me to have the option to, you know, either stay home and do whatever they're doing or to go out and work. 
you know what I'm saying? And that's the other thing that a lot of, you know, women think about being a, 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 a housewife or whatever. Like, men should also strive to put themselves in the position. Like, for me, I'm, I'm a proponent of you cannot serve two masters, right? So for me as a man, I'm going to put myself in a position where I'll be able to, if I need to finance uh, my, my woman's enterprises, that's what I will do because that's what I saw the men in my life do. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. The, my aunts were not out there working for for other men. <laughs> my mom was not out there working for other men. Well, until you know specific situations. So the the, the aspect of polygyny, where it's one man and you know more than one wife, it, it requires like the the pinnacle of it, the one that sets the example and you know creates you know the, the generational wealth everybody speaks of, right? It requires discipline it's not just about having multiple partners it's not a, you know and, to, to, and all that good stuff this is this is discipline you have for you as a man you nothing you cannot have excuses right you can't especially here in america like as a black man who wants to for me white supremacy and racism does not exist because if those things exist if i if i live and dwell in that i, I won't be able to do that i would not be able to put myself in the position of providing for more than one black woman right so i have to go beyond that and i guess that's just my two cents in there i mean and, and also uh, to touch on the aspect of monogamy monogamy is actually quite recent especially to, uh, for, for black people you know what i mean it's something that was introduced with uh, islam and islam actually allows you to have four wives but more so with you know christianity but even christianity in itself it allows it tells men that you know you can have more than one wife but it's better for you to just have one you know what i'm saying the times where it's not having any wife at all or strictly just one that was uh for the priests so to speak or the clergy so people also have to distinguish and see why specific practices went from this to that you know especially within you know i guess the last 200 years or so so yeah that's my two cents i thank you king god for the advice i love bless, it bro, bless 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 can i just say one thing um so I, I think what he said was really important because, well, my mom, my mom's husband, for example, has three wives, but he takes care of every single one of them, like, very, very well, and I absolutely respect him. I love him. When my father died, he stepped in and took care of us, and I see him as a father figure. So I guess that's my main thing is doing it right if you're going to do it, and I don't think it's a solution to, like, save the black community, but, of course, everyone should have their choice to do it. And it can be a beautiful thing if everyone is on board and wants to be in that relationship. So that was all. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't think. Uh, I think with this whole with the whole conversation, I just want. Uh, um, I, I'm looking at. I always look at things from a war standpoint because until we as Black people are back in power and have our planet back, as long as we're on under the heel of anybody else, then we're in war and <laughs> that that's just what it is and so i just look at this as i think that options should be available i've never been a person that believes in the one shoe fits all approach and so monogamy works for some people um but i've honestly seen relationships where people they can't even live together they live across town from one another but it works for them I've seen relationships where, you know, people people know that everybody is cheating in the relationship and 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 they're and they're fine with that. That works for them. And I've seen some very powerful polygamous relationships. I've seen some polyamory relationships that 
you know, because polyamory requires levels of honesty that many people just don't want to adhere to. But it really does. It requires and it re, and, and certain aspects of polyamory requires you to deal with with to do necessary shadow work, to deal with things like jealousy and anger and and those things that are internal within yourself. So it actually it actually allows you to bring out the best in you and to tap into what really makes you tick. So I don't I don't believe that monogamy is for everybody, just like I don't believe that polyamory or polygamy is for everybody. Uh you know, it, it's just, but, but, but you have to, I think that, I think that options are necessary. Just as if you went into the store and there was only one set of Nikes, that would get pretty fucking boring. But because there, there's choices. And so choices is options is a beautiful thing because everybody doesn't, everybody is not going to want to wear that same shoe. Just like everybody is not going to want to be in that certain restricted type of relationship so uh chateau i'm gonna let you say your name empress it's chatavia chatavia okay please go ahead empress love love and light to you thank you hey everyone um i just want to say that i've been in a polyamorous relationship for four and a half years going five and um i must say that it is important that you do do the internal work um, inside the relationship on yourself because it makes you face yourself. Like you're the mirror and the other person is your reflection. So they're gonna reflect back to you who you are. So you just have to be truthful about yourself and what you want and what your desires are. In the relationship, I mean, it's not for everybody. However, it is a level of commitment, honesty, dignity, integrity, and more so to yourself and to the others that you're dealing with in the relationship. I mean, all the cards are on the table. If you're not honest and open about it, then there's no point in you being a polyamory. Period. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank Good you. point. Thank, thank you. Because because if, I share a little excerpt, I got, if I could share a little excerpt from a, from a book, it's like a paragraph long or so. And it's about the it's about the relationship between men and women. And this is about, it's about African black men. You know what I'm saying? So um, it goes up. The natural compliment for an African man is an African woman. She completes him in the sense that she is indispensable to his holistic development. She cultivates his emotions, balances his psychology, taps into his spirit, manages his economics, sharpens his ideology, and transforms him socially. African manhood is refined through and by being involved in a healthy relationship with an African woman. Only African womanhood can challenge African manhood in the necessary way to enhance African manhood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, for people, the men who think having that. multiple women, for, 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 the, for the men that think having multiple women is, is a field, is a field game, I mean, you're just prepared. You know, if you think you can handle one, yeah, good luck. Hey, to that point, to that point real quick, because that's, 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 that, that is a good point. I think I've read that. Is that Marlene Rudy? Uh... Okay, uh, well, I just, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to say this real quick, because just, just to take you out of this big, huge, big picture, sensationalized idea, I want to think about it in terms of, like, on the ground, like, in real time, in the real world, right? I, I, I really find it hard to believe that the majority of black women would maintain, over time, over time, that, a, that, a black, that black women would maintain a problem with 
men who actually have the self-awareness enough, the confidence enough, and, and the understanding of who they are enough to stand up and, say, and, and to be honest and say, this is the lifestyle that I choose to live up front. You know, hey, you know, we just met, we, we, you know, we're getting to know each other, I'm feeling you, you're feeling my energy, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is the lifestyle that I choose to live. I honestly don't think that most black women would have a problem with that level of honesty. Now, I, I, I get it in this type of conversation. We, like, we're, we're, we're having these conversations, and, and it's it's kind of um, it kind of over sensationalizes these ideas. But from my experience, I've never, and, and this is me being the type of man that I am, and that's not to to gas me up no more than I than I should be. But I know who I am, and I stand on my shit. And so the women around me know and understand that. So whenever I've had these conversations face to face, eye to eye, I've been real about it. I've never really had pushback. And I have been in a short-lived polygamous situation and short-lived because there was a mutual understanding to go ahead and pump the brakes on it um, because of a a level of maturity that that was being exuded by all parties. But in that situation, and even in just having the conversation, I I knew that I had to overcome a certain conditioning in order to even have that conversation. As a black man, for me to even say, uh, look, sister, this is this is where I'm at with it. Women really should respect brothers that's willing to be that real, because 99.9 of the percent of the dudes that you're dating who are not having that conversation, they probably, um, I mean, y'all know what it is out here. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that whole conversation that, that which I was saying earlier about you know women acknowledging all men cheat, you know all men all men deal with multiple women and shit like that, rather than rolling the dice. Don't you appreciate a man standing up on the square and saying, this is who I am and this is what I'm about, so that you have that option to deal with it up front? I think to have it on the table, to, to say polyamory, polygamy, or monogamy, to put that out there as if to say, you know, th- these are our options, that's not to say, hey, as a whole community, we all have to choose one of these options and then this is what we all got to live by. This is to say, hey, sisters, hold on a second. Rather than that, that dude that you're dealing with, who got all of that bomb ass energy, who really out here getting it, who's who's who people gravitate towards, who he gets attention from women, who he's on his he's on his shit, he's running a business, you know, he's he's got he's in his bag, right? All, all of that that energy that you're attracted to about him, you know, it does, that doesn't have to be competition between you and other sisters. That brother shouldn't have to be dishonest about where he's at or how he's moving. It should be just a matter of being able to be real with each other and say, hey, this is how I'm living. Take it or leave it, and, and, and especially in the context of marriage, you know, because I, I don't I don't like the idea of just dating casually or sleeping around casually, or just, you know, being with multiple women for the hell of it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm, I'm very much in love with the idea of being in love. And so being being with somebody who I'm completely um, open and I feel 100% myself around, that's more valuable to me um, than anything else. So if bringing a polygamy, the idea of polygamy into that situation um, jeopardizes that relationship, then fuck polygamy. You know what I'm saying? But overall, it's about being with somebody who I know I can build a solid foundation and a solid future with, whether that's one woman or multiple women. But the whole point of this conversation for me is just to open up the idea so that in these real world scenarios, you don't have to completely dismiss a brother if you know that he's that deal and he really he really getting busy out here and he just happens to have multiple
multiple women on his line. That don't have to feel like an insult to you. It don't have to feel like this is snake ass, dog ass nigga. Cause da 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 da. You know, this brother might really be on his square, but we do have the capability, like Ro said, to compartmentalize our feelings for somebody to where it doesn't have to be. Okay, I got feelings for this woman right here, so I I can't love you like that. Cause think about it, men are doing that already. Dude's got a whole other life over here that they that they living like they married with this woman and her kids, and then. You know, on the weekends, they might fly to another state and spend the weekend with a whole other family. That shit really do be happening out here. And guess what? Everybody's happy until somebody finds out. So, and, so and, um, he, oh, go ahead, Wealth. Go ahead. No, I'll be real quick about it. Um, I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to touch on something that one of the sisters said. It was Mimi. You know, she she was talking about um, her family background and polygamy and and, and how um, another man stepped up when her father passed. And you know, I just really want to bring it back to healing our community. There are so many single mothers out here. All right, there's so many single mothers out here, and when you look at the trend, right? The trend is that those young men in those homes, those young women in those homes, they're lacking that masculine energy that is needed to balance that equation of, of, of maturing into to, 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 uh, a balanced adult, right? And because, and because there's that gap, Right. Those are often the most targeted by the system of white supremacy to increase that dysfunction. Right. So when, when one of the aspects of polygamy that heals is that when you see how many single mothers you have out here, especially here in the land of, of, of the United States. Right. When you see how many single mothers, black mothers, it is out here. And the limited amount of black men that could be a provider and a protector for them, right? It makes sense. It makes sense to 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 bring that family back into the fold because, as a village, uh, when, when we lived in the village setting, you know, if the warriors go out and one warrior gets killed out there. You know, for whatever reason, hunting, warfare, whatever the reason might be, then another warrior would step up and 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 bring that deceased warrior's family into the fold, so that their kids and that wife doesn't have to lose out. They don't have to lose out. They can still get that that protection and that security and 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 that that guidance, that masculine energy that was there before, right? Because that's what the village is supposed to do. The village is supposed to to fill in the gaps wherever the gaps may occur, right? So I, 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 I you know, I mean, you know, there's the there's 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 the Kevin's we're in the Kevin Samuels era, right? And I think only one 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 side of that coin is discussed there, right? Which is oh high value what, what what he terms as high value men they don't want a woman with a child. Right. I'm not going to get into the whole high value definition. Right. But there there are men out here that will say, you know what, sister? Yes, I already have a woman and children, but I like our energies together. Right. There's something about you that compliments me and I want to step up and and, and, and be that man 
in your life and your child's life or your children's life that's not there right now and now you pull your 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 collective efforts together and polygamy one woman may want to stay home with the children another woman may be better at helping you build a business right so now it's not overwhelming on any one person because many hands make light work right so i mean I think I think you know there's there's so many there's so many um, benefits and, and 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 at the same time we also have to be honest not it's not it's it's not gonna work for everybody we're all different right we're all different and that's okay too it doesn't mean that one is greater than the other all right but you got to be open and honest to find your fit find your fit like the like the brother royal said when you do the shadow work you come to love who you are on the inside and you come to be at peace with who you are on the inside and any person that I would want to get with I don't want you to take away from that peace I want you to add to it I want to I want to I want to I want to love you for who you are not who you're pretending to be because we can't maintain that mask of pretense so when you date when you when you start in the dating process drop the mask people like drop the mask. Be you know all your all your flaws and your strengths. Put it on the table. Put it on the table. Maybe the person you're talking to is going to identify with your flaws and your strengths. And now you might find a genuine connection instead of trying to be something or present yourself as someone that you're not. And then when the mask comes off, you hear this a lot of relationships. Oh, you changed. Well, that person didn't change. All they did was take the mask off, and now you. You see who the person really was because you can't keep the mask on long term. Mm. Mm. Right? But if you started from a genuine place, then there's room to grow because you already know where the foundation is. So, you know, I just wanted to add that in there real quick. Hey, um, I got a question for D. I got a question for D. Um, really, really for the whole room. Um, so, you said that. Um, and, and, and trust me, it, honesty and transparency, you know, that's the foundation we stand on. So but you said if you tell the majority of women, black women, um, the, that true, that they would accept it. Um, so two two things. Um, and maybe this isn't a question for you because you already said that you you that, that they would accept it. So maybe this is a question for other brothers and sisters in the room. Um, but two things. What if she one one? What if she turns around and says, "Hey, that's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking and dealing with multiple men. So if that's how you want to do it, this is what we're gonna do." Because I can see that being uh, I can see that clearly being a response. But also. Also, I, I still think that we deal with a nation of people that would would rather take a hard lie than a than, than a soft lie than a hard truth. Um, I don't know that I don't know that women black women would go for that. Would be would be not saying all, but I believe that many would be non receptive to that. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, yeah, I definitely want everybody else to chime in. Um, but what I was saying was from my experience specifically because um, I, I personally feel like it's a certain type, you have to be a certain type of person for that to even be a, a comfortable conversation. 
You know what I'm saying? I think that um, because of because of my approach to the conversation, um, because of the way that I carry myself in general, um, I'm not a fuckboy. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that women can sense certain energies. And, and this is why I kept emphasizing, you know, if you, if you do carry a certain type of energy, speaking to the same the same uh, thing that uh, Ayana was talking about in the video you played in the beginning. Um, I think that a certain caliber of man, like a real high value man, not in the sense that Kevin Samuels would, would say that, but um, from an from energetic standpoint, um, and, you know, it's in terms of knowledge itself and, and ambition and the ability to, to, um, to navigate the world how we understand it as conscious beings you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think with that kind of value comes comes a certain access to, to certain conversations that may be difficult for people who who might view that topic from a whole different lower vibrational perspective mm. I'd like to touch on that yeah um, I love when brother D was speaking into energy because there are way too many nuances and there are way too many variables in this perspective, this dynamic of relationships that we're speaking into, because I believe that when we break it down to energy, that's the most inviting, welcoming way we can speak. Facts. As a people, I, if, I, if I see you as energy, right, you are no longer the black man, six foot two, blah, 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 all these different things that might not be, you know, a, a woman's cup of tea. And for the for the woman as well, if I see you as this and I'm not identifying with anything else but your energy, like looking at each other blind, blindfolded, I'm just listening to her voice. Like, I, I believe it's a powerful perspective to move in, in this world. If we were all, you know, colorblind and and didn't allow things but the attraction and connection and and ascension of a relationship to take place so I think it's very inviting to speak on energy and I think it is the enemy when we identify like we pinpoint little things that might you know come off as abrasive and we we speak into general statements women this and, and men that you, you ain't got to say all that just be like when when i am this you speak in terms of i it's so much more powerful because nobody feels like they are being they're on a another side of a fence you are welcome to the conversation you are welcome to be uh an observer and with that i yield the mic yeah you know that's very important too for energy however I just want to say that I was introduced to Polly because my mate was already Polly for 11 years. And so I wasn't opposed to it because he answered questions and solidified things within myself that allowed me to make my own choice by my own free will. You know what I'm saying? If you're mature enough and you have the right mindset and you can see the vision overall objectively versus subjectively, which he taught me, then you can be able to make your best judgment and your best choice for yourself. If you see that it works for you, go for it. If you see that it doesn't work for you, then you don't have to do it. Everything is not for everybody. So 
it's up to you to make that conscious decision that, yeah, this is what I want for my life. I can see where it fits. I can see where there could be growth and stuff like that. So it's all about your approach and how you position yourself as a man to tell the woman, hey, this is what I am. This is what I'm about. And you give them that choice to make. You can't force somebody to do nothing they don't want to do. So, I mean, it's all up to both individuals involved that they come to an agreement. They come to a consensus that this is what we're going to do moving forward. Thank you, goddess. You're welcome. Mm. Yeah, powerful. Kareem, you got to get in. You haven't gotten in yet. Peace, peace, peace to the room. Peace to the fam. Peace, peace. Um, wow, great conversation. Yurima D, um, everybody else that's chimed in. Uh, thank you for this much needed conversation. Um, as I've been listening, you know, to, to feel the energy as, as has been pointed out. Um, and you guys, in fact, gonna chuckle because y'all know me as as a as an educator. It, it always goes back to to a primary thing for me as as I sit here and listen. You know, and it, and many of you guys have mentioned it already. Um, just how much we are programmed to think about you know monogamy out of the gate. You know, um, and and not only and even necessarily calling it monogamy, but you know, in, in the fairy tales, right? That you you know that you're told in, in in the Disney movies that are shown, and it's the prince and, and the princess, and you know, gonna get together and gonna get married, and, and this 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 dream, as Jerima pointed out, this American dream. Um, when we started the room, is is what we are, what we're taught, what we're told, what we're what what was put out there. Is this is what we should be um, going going after. The problem is oftentimes we don't, you know, as we get older, we begin to have that conversation with ourselves. But for our children, you know, is this what is what's best for us? Um, so it's good to hear us talking about it, you know, and for us to, to really begin to, to say, listen, you know, we may have to, to really own how we educate our children and, and even how these things are even potentially spoken about. And you might be saying, wait a second, we, you know, that, like, doing that with our children. Um, but, yeah, as I just mentioned, if it's in, if it's in the, the cartoons, quote-unquote, if, if it's in the stories that are told, then, yes, we're being taught these things, whether we like it or not. And, and we're talking about now we're seeing with LGBTQ and, you know, the, all the, the, the alphabet, um, that that's, you know, Dora the Explorer, and you're seeing it in... You know, all the way down, it's talking about in the Teletubbies, and you're talking about, you know, Bert, you know, on Sesame Street, and so, you know, it's that stuff is being put into us very early. So we got to begin to own our power to say we have the right and the space uh, to talk to our children and begin to say what is best for our community um, as it relates to that. And so all of the stuff that you all are saying about the honesty about you know what is what is needed um all of those things become intricate parts of the conversation so it's not even a later thing that now oh i'm learning about this when i'm 30 or i'm 35 or you know it's something that i've seen or has been practiced has has, has been stated but yurima you know just ended on on this point as you said you know whatever strategy we're at war and whatever strategy that is necessary um, the, the big thing is, is community, right? And so we recognize that this is not just about self, 
but it's a self as as a as a component of a collective community. So we are trying to do what's best for this collective community. Um, and my, myself was in that. And so for some people that might be polygamy, for some people that might be monogamy, but what is gonna help us as a people is what we have to really think about. Thank you for your time, everyone. I want to add something really quick. Um, I also want to say to your question, Yarima, about the men approaching a woman, right? But in my dynamic, I found out that the female was the one who introduced him to being poly because of what their relationship was together before I even came in the picture. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 the 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 uh, yeah the introduction. Uh, I I learned about polyamory through a woman. So, absolutely, I had never heard of it or anything, and, and learned uh, through 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 a beautiful black woman. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, I I totally, I I, uh, I totally get it. Um, so, I think that. Um, so first of all, great conversation. Um, great conversation, uh, great questions, great um, feedback. Um, but I, I just think it's something that, that should be taken a look at. I don't prescribe to the notion that, uh, again, one shoe fits all. Um, there are people right now that shouldn't be in relationships. They got work that they got to do. There's people who, you know, um, you know, probably can only handle a monogamous relationship. You know, and, um, and they're not going to be able to do that's going to be enough for them for a lifetime. Um, and then there are I mean, there, there's there's just there's just people on that level where they can they can do more, you know. Um, a king is going to eat more. His appetite is bigger. An emperor is going to have more. His appetite is bigger. A goddess is going to, she's going to need more. Her appetite is bigger. You know, I mean, it's just, and, and, and I'm sorry, everybody's not a king. Everybody's not an emperor and everybody is not a goddess. That's just, we, we got we to gotta stop that. Everybody's not that until they actually step into that, until they actually step into that realm. And so I, it's nice words, it's great catchphrases, but um, at the end of the day, um, some people actually walk it and some some don't everybody's not walking in their royalty they just aren't and some some are and you know as far as on the relationship side um, you know it's gonna it's gonna be based upon it's gonna be based upon um, maturity levels I think it, 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 it's definitely based upon maturity levels and the work that the people are willing to put in and the strategy that they go that they go about it with. Um, I'm one who believes in loyalty over love, loyalty over love, loyalty over lust. That love thing, I, loyalty is more important because with loyalty that combines that. Much rather have a loyal person than a person who's in love. So that's just me. That's what I subscribe to. People fall into the love trap every day, and a lot of times oh, that man. shit don't work out for them. Unfortunately, go ahead, D. <laughs> you said. Well, no, 
was just, I mean, you mentioned, you know, what you said about love and loyalty. I think, um, you know, the idea of of what love is is just so misconstrued. You know, I think people lost sight of the fact that love is intentional. You know, love is love is definitely a choice. You know, but love is also uh, love is also passive in the sense that, you know, I say it all the time. You know, if you love a flower. The last thing you want to do is pluck it and put it in a vase on your on your living room table, because then it's going to die and cease with it, cease to be what it was that you fell in love with. You know, so the, the goal is to leave it in, in the soil where it is and, and water it, so that you can watch that thing grow and become what it was meant to be. And so, just this possessive type of love thing, uh, it, it blinds it, it's blinding to to the reality of of who we are by nature. You know what I'm saying? And I think that too many times, like, people allow that to override, you know, the facts, you know, and the facts are, you know, as men, we're wired a certain way, as women, we're wired a certain way. There's no need for tit for tat. There's no need for, you know, trying to find a good social construct to, to put it in, you know, anybody that's, that's familiar with, you know, Kabbalion or Hermetic Law or Universal Law in general, you know, just the esoteric sciences, like you understand the laws of gender and what that means, you know, and, and, and the fact that, you know, biologically we are what we are, you know, and so um, I, just, I just feel like, you know, we put we put a whole lot of uh, extra dogma and we attach that to the idea of love and, and think that, you know, to possess someone or to, you know, to be the the number one focal point of their life means that they love you. You know what I'm saying? I think we got to just reevaluate that and kind of unlearn and learn some things before we can even have this conversation. Somebody over here said, and then I want to get to Michelle and uh, Cindy. Uh, I am Marianne said, love is based on feelings. Loyalty is based on commitment. Mm. Facts. Facts. I'd have to agree with that. That's heavy. Love is based on feelings. Loyalty is based on commitment. I would much rather have a loyal person than a person in love. Because people fall in and out of love every day. Love, turn, love that shit can turn to hate like real quick. <laughs> and it's the crazy. And, and, it's, and, and that's how you know. That's how you know it's not real love. That's how you know it was never based on love to begin with. Because if it's actually based on love, that shit shouldn't be turned into hate like that. So, but a loyal person, somebody who's loyal. You you can't you can't you can't buy loyalty these days. Loyalty? Michelle. Thank you, family. Peace. Hello. Peace. The gods and goddesses in the room. This is a great topic. I just wanted to jump in real quick. Um, um, I was about to talk about love before Yurima started <laughs> talking about <laughs> before you started talking about it, but I mean I think for most females with the conditioning that, you know, have we have, it's, it's like love is all you, that you need, and it's not. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more than that, and I've been married for a while, and I thought that, you know, love was 
enough to keep you around, but it's so much more than that. If, if women start being honest with themselves and opening up to the idea of, you know, being in a polygamous or polyamorous relationship, then I think economically it would be great for our community. You know what I'm saying? So it could definitely um, help turn things around. But if men come to the door with the, you know, honesty that they, that's, that, that's what they want to do, then they're going to attract those types of women. But women just got to be more comfortable with the, um, you know, the, I guess the idea, research it, educate yourself. That's, you know, why we're on platforms and stuff like this. Or, you know, check out what was a Lord Abbo's video about this information. But I definitely think that um, this will be something that's great for for us as a people. You know, we got to open up our minds. And as, as the consciousness um, starts continues to grow amongst our people i think people will still um will start to you know look into this a little bit more because i do believe that this is how we started and we'll we'll get back to it we'll get back to it that's all i had to add to the conversation thank you thank you michelle appreciate that empress hey yoruma can i add something real quick yeah then we got to get to cindy though we got to get cindy in Absolutely, absolutely. I think oftentimes we give ourselves these false choices, um, choices that, that are not, it's, it's like, what would you rather go left or right? Mm-hmm. And we pick from those two choices when you can go nowhere, you can go up, you can go down, you can go sideways, <laughs> you know, like, so, and we give ourselves this fake dichotomy of choices. Um, when we talk about love, when you really do the spiritual work, right? Love is unconditional, right? And loyalty is a part of that. It's a foundation in true love. True love is unconditional. And it's hard for a lot of people to identify. They separate the two things as if it's two separate things when they're really talking about infatuation or lust as compared to real love. And a lot of us, we never experience real love because we never really learn to love ourselves, Mm. right? And, and, and that's really the root of it. Like when you learn to really go inside and, and find out who you are, including the things that you don't like about yourself and don't beat yourself up for those things, but just accept those things so that you can identify them and start to change, work on those things, right? Then when, when you start to unconditionally love yourself, then it, wake, it awakens a part of you in your spirit that now is capable of offering that same unconditional love to others. And unconditional means there's a loyalty factor that yes, I understand you won't be perfect. Yes, I understand that sometimes you may fall short. So do I. But because a lot of us are so hard on ourselves and we expect perfection from ourselves, that's why we get so ashamed when we fall short and don't want to admit it. Right? We don't want to take accountability. It's, that's due, The root cause of that is not really learning how to unconditionally love yourself. So unconditional love is, is is love. It's true love. And if, if it's something that dies, then that wasn't built on, on real love. That wasn't built on unconditional love. There's some more work to do. There's some more internal work that you got to do before you can really understand and grasp that and achieve it. Because until you can experience it on the inside, you're not going to experience it on the outside. And I just wanted to leave that there with, 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 with the people because I see there's that, oh, love versus loyalty. They're one and the same. They're one and the same. I've been married 18 years. 
We didn't get through that on lust. We didn't get through that on some fairy tale of everything being perfect. That's the shit that Walt Disney sells us. That's not reality, right? And the only reason we made it this far is because we both fell short at different times, but we, we, we were committed to working through those times. No matter what happens, I'm with you. No matter what happens, I'm going to love you. Yes, you fell short this time, but I still love you. I don't like the feeling I'm experiencing right now, but I still love you. See, that's 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 the part right there that 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 we gotta we, we gotta aspire to get to. And the only way you can get there is first you gotta learn to love yourself because you can't give what you don't have. And if you can't put it out into the universe, you can't attract it. Right, so you want somebody to unconditionally love you? You must learn to unconditionally love yourself first. But wealth, that's loyalty. That's loyalty and to you, yourself. Right, you gotta be loyal to that's, yourself. That, that's exactly. a loyalty to yourself. We gotta get to Cindy because it's getting late. I'm about to get off. Uh, Cindy, go ahead. Because 
if you went and got a bunch of cats and put them all in the same room, they would fuck each other up. <laughs> you might as well drown the cats <laughs> because it wouldn't work. You need the women to feel comfortable with the other women. The men can't just go out there and be like, oh, I like her, her, and her, because they might not even get along with astrology, all types of shit. Backgrounds, how they grew up, it, it, it's not going to work. Um, what else did I want to say? Uh, da, 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 da. And even when, you know, imagine like Noah's Ark. He didn't just grab any fucking two animals. You can say it was like everybody had to get along or the ship would sink. Um, and this is what we're talking about ships. Relationships is the way in which two or more, that's a definition, y'all, two or more concepts, objects, or peoples are connected or the state of being connected. I'm into, I'm personally into gender roles. Should I have two men? Absolutely not. I said, I, if I'm saying you're my king, I can't serve two masters. But that's me. That's me, right? Uh, everyone has different ideologies, but when you're in a relationship, you guys should have the same ideologies. It, you know, somewhat around, right? And henceforth, there's only one captain on the ship. And, you know, they're co-pilots and shit, but that, that motherfucker got to be knocked out or dead for him to take over. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, and he got to stop the ship from crashing and sinking, right? That, that, that's the co-pilot's fault, but at the end of the day, who really needs that? Um, we, can, we can't say, I want you to take care of everything as a man and not expect to pay the piper. That's like telling your boss, you need a raise, but you ain't coming to work. Maybe that sounds like unemployment. Men are being misogynistic when they're asking for a clean home, a warm meal, or a hot bed. If he's a king, let him be a king. It's a kingdom we're running. Let's take back our nation. Family is about rooting for each other. Relationship goals are uniting and fighting and building for what works for us as a people. Do what works for you, but don't be crying about you alone when you can't adapt. See, the animals get adapted, so why the fuck we can't adapt? Right. Mm. So, ma maturity means security and no insecurities. Yet, when we do the self-work, because El Cabalon wasn't built in a day, it's okay to be selfish, because I heard some people, I can't, I, I can't, I get it. It's okay to be selfish. But I have heard people say, oh, I'm 50, I'm 55, I ain't find nobody. Well, go get you some cats. It is what it is, right? but you have to learn to adapt. Mm. Um, and I do want to say, ladies, it's never about competition. I ain't you, and you ain't me. And even if he has 50 goddamn women, even at the basis that identical twins are alike, just know that the molecular level begs to differ, which would conclude that even a snowflake individually produces extremely intricate and complex patterns. No two are ever alike. You should never be jealous of another woman. Hmm. Leave that shit back. Leave that shit alone. If it's about family and building, do that. You shouldn't be jealous of her. No, fuck that. You ain't, no, don't, don't even grow up in the same household. You got, you got your own perspective to bring into it. So don't look at polygamy as something that Oh my God, and she got this. No. And the sister was saying, Who, who's going to save me? Motherfucker, try to save yourself. You swim? Can you swim? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should be all trying to save each other. 
you know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be like, oh, I need this man to pick us all up. No, we should all find our strengths and take it to that next level. Um, so basically, I don't want to sound like a jackass. I'm a little bit petty as fuck, but I'm just, just listening. I just was like, we got work to do. I am my sister's keeper. And yes, we will have 99 problems, but y'all know the rest of the song. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. But be mindful who we allow in any polygamy relationship. Just be mindful. That is just discernment, like who you like. And that's really it. That's what I would say to the men. But women, daddy, for what? For what? You know what your strengths are. You know what you bring to the table. Everyone knows what they bring. Never feel jealous of anyone. My grandmother used to say, what are you jealous of that person for? You don't know what they had to do to get what they got. Mm. Leave that alone. That, that's like, that's up there with fear. Shed that shit. Get rid of that shit. Shed it like the vaccines be shedding. Shed that shit. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. You always that's bring true. it. You always put perspective on it. But one thing you said, Cindy, that that um, <laughs> uh, that, that makes sense is uh, the women doing. And, and I remember watching a um, I remember watching a um, a uh, video on that. Uh, a couple was in a polygamous relationship and uh, the person was with the woman for his, the, the, his, his wife for a while. And um, when they made the decision to actually um, bring in a sister wife or a couple of sister wives, she was the one who made that choice. And then, well, I think it was her initially, then the, her and the second sister wife brought in the third. And yeah, he might have actually had his eye, but they were the ones that actually made the choice. Like, yeah, because it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. So. I appreciate that. That's a great insight. Anybody else got anything to add? We've been on over three hours now, so. I just want to add briefly that I really appreciate this entire conversation. I think it was right on time. And and I really believe that this conversation, I know that this conversation has definitely helped a lot of the listeners to move forward at whatever level they're at in their understandings towards the best benefit of our community. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Wolf on that. Me too. Great conversation. Yeah, thank you all very much. Well, I appreciate all of you. And, uh, I, yeah, it's been it's definitely been uh, it's been a great exchange, great exchange of energy. Um, and uh, we've had some beautiful people in this room, so I'm thankful for that. Um, for some of the people that left, um, I'm thankful for them as well. So uh, thankful for the family over here on Facebook and IG. So um, we'll do it again soon. Uh, with that said, peace, love and light. We're going to end it. Uh, we've been on three hours and 11 minutes, so that was a great conversation. Great. Uh, Thank you. It was yeah. beautiful. Thank you as well. And for the uh, for the people in the in the audience, thank you, uh, as always, for being here. Um, 
And we're going to end. Peace, love, and light. Be safe out here, family. Remember, next month um, is our National Unity Walk event. We'll be in T Tulsa, Oklahoma, home of Black Wall Street from July 22nd through the 25th. So if um, you were in the area or if you would like to travel in for that event, please do. It's for our members and non-members alike. So uh, we would love to see the family and build. So with that said, peace, prosperity, salutations. Love you all. Until next time. Peace and God. Peace and God. Peace, everyone. That room didn't want to shut down. Peace, love, and light, family. We are out. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. On the wake up. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in Fedbook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.